Yeah. 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 <laughs> Bro, this echo. That's what I'm saying. We can't do this. It's I'm gonna go in the other room. No, 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 no. no. He's this is gonna be wild. <laughs> what to do, baby? Yo, look. This is one of the problems of quarantine. <laughs> Nigga, why are we celebrating a whole new video? We saw some shit from the 80s. I remember. I remember. I'm talking through headphones in one corner. Rolando talking through headphones in one corner. Michael with headphones in one corner. I ain't got no headphones. Alright, alright, I'm in the bathroom. Is that better? Okay. It's a little better. Close this door. Alright, I'm gonna go down to Wait, hold on. Are y'all niggas in the same house? Yeah, yeah bro. Everything's wooden. Yo, family. Oh, 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 my. Ooh, what the fuck is that? This is oh, my car. This is a merch. This is a lot going on. This is a lot right now. Nigga, you, right, that's some purge shit. You got, you got the purge in the background. Everybody cool? Yeah, I'm cool. You have now 24 hours to do whatever you like. I'm walking down the stairs. I'm about to sit on the couch. <laughs> yeah, if y'all, if y'all don't just talk on one thing, oh, that's what I recommended. But <laughs> you know, come on, it's supposed to, it's called for the homies. <laughs> for the homies. It's cool, it's cool, bro. Listen, I'm tired. All right, first and foremost, let's introduce ourselves. What do you do, baby? It's Rocky, aka Rockaroo, aka the host with the most. Your boy. Alright, so I'm gonna take it. I was gonna let Nook go. But, uh, what's up, everybody? It's Dre. I'm back. back uh, how's everybody doing? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? <laughs> back, okay. back. For sure. <laughs> Dre is back. A couple of things are going on quarantine, school, but I'm back. Uh, it's Nookith. <laughs> it's Nookith with the knife. Uh, that, that's a pen. Nookith, the slave. Yo, we got t-shirts and shit. Bro, bro we, we got, got more than t-shirts. Chill, chill, chill. Listen, listen. Shit, All I got to say tired. is I feel like Michael Jordan in the fourth quarter. It's one of the things I've been snapping on all these t-shirts and hoodies and shorts. Nigga, I'm damn it trying to make underwear and socks for you guys, too. So let me know. Yo, we I might fuck around. We could do some bras for, for the shawties. You feel what I'm saying? We could do a whole lingerie set. That'd be tough. That'd be hot. That'd be hot. They got a picture of our face on the breath on the booties. That'd be tough. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Another world. Hey yo. Hey yo. Michael, yo. You introduce yourself. Oh yeah. Oh, what's up everybody? My name is Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. No relation. No relation. No relation. <laughs> no relation. Wait, who just joined? Did somebody join? Yeah, man, we got the graduate. We got introduce yourself, Janelle. Hey, what's up? Class of twenty twenty. Hey. hey. Right. It's the graduate, baby. How does it feel? How does it feel? <laughs> uh, I have no opinion. <laughs> No opinion, bro. You can't even walk it, so I, yeah. I, I don't accept. Yeah, 
So you, you're basically just doing what we're doing now, just chilling. <laughs> just Honestly, chilling. Just playing you better know, like I know, you better walk across that that them floors. <laughs> Yo, I see. My mom did make me put on yeah. my um my cap and gown, but other than that, I'm kind of like I generally do not care. I seen bro, somebody, see. some father built his daughter a Steve. I was like, oh, that's so cute. Wow, I seen a mad long parade on Instagram. <laughs> Listen, I cried when I saw Obama up there. So Obama said, "Congratulations, students." <laughs> LeBron too. LeBron too. LeBron was up. LeBron. That Kimbo Slice beard. <laughs> R.I.P. Kimbo Slice. LeBron said, that, "Yeah, congratulations." I'm still with that ass. Though. I'm like, what the? Fuck? <laughs> I like I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Bron to just beat his ass and ball, but like that's right, Pops. You get all the shit. only way this could happen is in two K. <laughs> no, no, and this is this is the thing. No, no, keep it to be like, all right, This is this is how I I feel like we got to handle these discussions from now on. You gotta let you gotta pick both of them players on a one on one to twenty one, and then let the computer play. Oh, I see. On Hall of Fame, on Hall of Fame, and just let them niggas go at it and see who wins. That's that's the only way to solve it. I see. I feel like even when LeBron is asleep, he can still be the son. Yo, yo. How this is my thing. How are you Michael Jordan's son and you don't go to the NBA? This thing got That's two so sons, bro. He has two sons. Kobe Bryant is the son Michael Jordan was. What is is it LJ? And then what else? Jeffrey. Who is it? Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Okay. LJ is if he's successful selling shorts, I think. Yeah, if I was he's successful, say, that's like, that's what you know, your pop is a good ball player, don't be, you could you gotta be a good ball player. You could be good at something. Like he's selling t shirts and shit. You got the means. If y'all niggas just don't get in the same room together, now you pissing me off. Just get the same room together. I'm downstairs. Thing. I'm downstairs. In, is there is still an echo? Oh. Yes. Michael. I'll leave. All right. Peace out. <laughs> Lala, you should. Let's see if it gets better. Okay, Mike, you left. Yeah. All right. Damn, All Michael right. Scott left uh, just like you left the office. That's crazy. Lala, say something. Yo, I'm here. Right, I'm so let's show him. Go So, Janelle, I have a question. Now that you are a graduate, where did I'm going to use my phone. Just about plug the headphones out. Technical difficulties. We apologize. <laughs> it's fine. You know, for a black-owned business, we really are unprofessional. Chill, chill. Don't even put that energy out there. We are very professional. We are a backpack business at the moment, okay? This is the grit, all right? We're the underdogs, okay? This is America, all right? All right? This is what the people want to see, you know? The same America that wants white people to be more pressed than us. You want to go uh, I was trying to be uplifting. I was trying to make it motivational. <laughs> We could take it there if you want to take it. It's too early for that. No, ask for the question. Ask <laughs> <laughs> the question, bro. Sorry, I've been typing all day interviewing motherfuckers. All right, so my first question is, Janelle, how does it feel to be a graduate, but also what are the few memories that you're going to have from Bloomsburg? Good good memories, not the fucking right. memories. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good memories, uh, of course, BCS, because I miss my my members' faces every damn week. Um <laughs> My friends, because most of my friends live in Philly, so usually that's like the best time for us to hang out. Absolutely. And 
the freedom. Definitely. Yeah. She said the freedom. Yo, I, honestly, I miss throwing parties. Like, I miss throwing to the fucking Liddy Titty City parties, bro. You mean the baseball parties? Nah, nigga, don't disrespect my... You know what? You never invited to any of my parties ever again, look. Don't disrespect me, like that. <laughs> you was the main nigga at getting turned at my parties. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Dre, you was there. I, I was there. <laughs> I went there every weekend. <laughs> Yo, but I had to stop off for a little white boy party because the basement parties used to make me feel. They used to make me laugh. All right, Janelle, I got a question for you. Yeah, what is the one thing you're gonna miss from Commons? Mm. And, wait, 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 <laughs> and, for, and explain to people what Commons is for the people that don't know what what Commons is. The common area. No, Commons is food for commoners. Um, Commons is like the place where if you don't have any flex or husky bowl for food, you just go there because that's all you can you can do. It's like a buffet type style, but um, damn. <laughs> yes, that is, it, is our, it is our dining hall yeah, known as the Commons. No, just the fries. Nah. Um, <clears throat> I'm a Miss Chip. I didn't say bye to Chip. She was so Aww. sweet. Yeah. I forgot about yeah. Chip. I wonder how she would do That's a good question. She yeah. is... Chip is the, Chip's the OG. She's the OG. She's one. Because even like, if you, if like you run out of mill swipes, she'll ask somebody, like, yo, y'all got a guest swipe for his man? Oh, and then they're like, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, you loyal. <laughs> yo, she's the whole conversation with you. Like, all right, the chicken's over there. Yo, for real. They got for burgers real. over there. They got burritos. And I'm sitting there like, Damn, thank you so much. She's like, pipe it out for you. And I'm like, you the real MVP. Champ. All right, all right, all right. Not, not to compare the goats, because we don't like doing that here. But Chip or Grandma, who more loyal? Nah. <laughs> grandma. grandma. Grandma used to be like, yo, we got cornbread. And I'm like, yeah, you do. Yeah. All right, I ain't trying to make you hot. Damn, but listen, no, Grandma no, no, no. loyal. And for and I'm not making it hot. I'm making it hot. For all the people that know Grandma, you just know. That's it. That's what I'm going to say. That's what I'm going to say. Grandma loyal. Grandma hold it down. Shout out Grandma, yo. That's what I'm going to say, bro. Grandma one time told me. She was like, yo, hold on. I got you right now. Chill, 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 chill. We're not making it hot. We're not making it hot. We're not making it hot for nobody. Cause for real, for real, we, we you be talking spicy about Gano all the time, bro. <laughs> and I'm like, if this nigga hear the shit, you be saying he, he gonna be like, why the fuck am I going to support your podcast when you talking all this shit about me? <laughs> that goes for Common too, cause Common gonna be like this nigga right here. No, nah, Common just no. Common's no. They know. <laughs> they know. No, cause I gained, I gained, I gained a love for Gano cause he's like really old white people humor. As for Kozlowski, no. Nah. Mm. Kozlowski lost my respect this semester. I have no idea who that is. Kozlowski is, yo, Todd, Shayla, no, I'm sorry, Todd and Shayla and I had magazine editing together. Mm. And this man was like, yo, I need you guys to write an article about the pandemic. No happy shit. I want some sad <laughs> shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm a- I'm like, I'm going to write something that's like, you know, that's thoughtful and stuff like that. You know, parents are happy that, you know, the children are here and, you know, they're not, they're not spending two hours away just to worry if their kid has coronavirus. He's like, nah, I want that sad shit. I want to see, I want to hear students, you know, working out in the field. I'm pretty sure that's not what he said. 
No, that shit. Hold on. If I can read the email to you, that should be fucking funny. And then this man, yo, he gave me a, a he gave me a D. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> he gave me a D for my final, and then for my one of my other projects, he gave us all seventies. Cause he was like, I don't understand the concept of shea butter. He goes, What is shea butter supposed to do for you? Right. Like, so I really wanted to turn around and be like, Are you a Negro? Because I really want to like explain so to you. you got a, you got a, a lower grade because he didn't understand the concept. What? Oh, bro, he gave he gave Todd he gave Todd a low grade. And Todd loved Todd. Everybody loves Todd. Yeah, Todd cool people. He a little weird though, but he, he poopy because he loves him. We love him. This nigga. <laughs> oh, God, girls and corpse. But, like, nah, Janelle. The first time I met Janelle, that shit was fucking funny as shit. It was at the B, I think it was BCS meeting, and I do, I was doing a photography shoot with y'all. Oh, yeah, I haven't met that. Yeah, that shit was fucking funny because y'all look so aggravated, and that was just one of them days <laughs> where y'all just look like y'all was not. No, because all I walk in and I see who was it, Shay- Shayla and Shali. They were arguing, and I was like, I don't got time for this. <laughs> and so I texted Michaela. Yo, I love Shali. Like, oh my god! Get your ass over here. And so then they finished their argument, and they were like, "Okay, y'all got beef. Don't know why. We're gonna keep pushing." And then um, you popped up. And so we're all just like be nice to each other because we have those types of dates. But yeah, that was a pretty, yeah, that was the first time I met you. I think that shit was funny. You know what's funny though? Because you came from East Stroudsburg. So for those of you that don't know, so I'm, I I came from West High School, and Janelle came from East Stroudsburg. We're we're kind of not really rival. Yeah. I don't understand the school, the P like the P T M S W fucking school. Honestly, I went to. I went to Pokemon East, and there's always beef for some reason between us. When I did not wait there, all I knew is that West had to lose our football football stadium. That's it. That's it. Bro, you want to know the funny shit at West? What happened? My senior year, and West was like, "Yo, we on our blue shit. We're on our Western's best." <laughs> Meanwhile, we had six hundred fights. Why? Oh, uh, <laughs> that ass. That ass had 600 fights the, the school year before my junior year. We got a whole new black principal. Shout out to Mr. Wade. <laughs> this man came through and was like, we on our blue shit now. We on that real shit. Like, this man hired a blue Santa. What? A blue yeah, this, Yeah, because, you know, because West were blue and East you're red. So Santa was that blue. And I believe it was one of the shit. other. What the hell? Yeah. So I never you forget. I was walking to my locker with Crip Santa. Yo, that shit was fucking funny. I came to my locker one time because I had photography class. And me and my homeboy, Dan, was like, yo, you see this shit? I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, yo, look at this shit. Like, these niggas are really creeping around Santa Claus. I turned around. This motherfucker's creeping around Santa Claus. Like, yo, I'm not surprised. I'm not. And, and the assistant principal who was supposed to be Santa Claus, he was like, oh, you're doing a neat dance. He's like, you're doing a neat dance there. Can I try? I said, yo, yo, yo. No, you thought no, hold on, you thought y'all high school was annoying because you see niggas like what five times a day? No, nigga, five times in 30 minutes. <laughs> five times in 30 minutes, bro. Literally, our school was three floors of a box. Like, so literally, it was, it, nigga, it was basically a cube. My bad. It's a cube. I don't yeah. know. It's a cube. Right. So it's each huge. floor, each floor had a had a had a square like you know what I'm saying outline. So you could go in in a circle in a square basically, right? So niggas would skip class 
to walk around the halls and avoid the teach, like avoid Miss Lee. Shout out Miss Lee. Avoid Miss K. But Miss K was cool though. If she saw you in the hall, she'd be like, "Yo, what you doing? Go to class." We was like, "All right, Miss K." But we didn't go. <laughs> we didn't go. Like we just went to the other floor. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas was just avoiding. Niggas was ducking. It was crazy. You know what's crazy? I used to skip. I used to skip my my pre cal class and go in the library and watch cartoons. Wow. Yeah, you said that one of the episodes, and I thought that shit That's hilarious. That's how I set my time. Shout out to Bro, I had a writing class. class. Yeah, I had a writing class. This shit was funny as shit. So I was the only person that was actually a writer in the class. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers just took that shit because it was just a pass-off class. Mm-hmm. Like, the, like, the teacher was just really just passing motherfuckers. Right. So she gave me 100 because she was like, yo, I like your writing. And she was like, I know you really want to be a journalist. So you go, she was like, y'all can watch whatever you want. She was like, ask for Chris. She was like... I'm like, please don't, please, please don't put me out there like that. <laughs> she was like, Chris is the only one that's doing his work and actually gets like a hundred. Like, oh, I don't I have to force that, that shit. Mm. I hate that. Yeah. I mean, I like, why you gotta make it hot? You gotta make it hot. So I spent my time like watching like Ebro in the morning and like Charlotte being the Breakfast Club crying, just laughing because of the dumb shit Ebro used to say. Mm. Mm. Like my favorite interview was with Casey Veggies and Tyler Crater. Yo, <laughs> that freestyle with Tyler and I'm mistaken was funny as shit. Bro, that shit with uh, Sway. I used to go back and watch him with Sway Lee. <laughs> him and Sway. And yo. And like. I, Sway in the morning. Sway, I'm no like, freestyles used to be the five fingers of death. This shit is hard. I want to go on there and do that shit. That shit's um, tough. I feel like that's a that's a milestone. Like most, that's an achievement that every rapper should should try to attain, is to be able to do the five fingers of death. Listen, I'm glad you one of the only rappers that blues break that I fucking listen to because this is like chill, chill. I'd be like, hold up there, partner. I mean, I give them their flowers. I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. They did some. They be doing some little yachty shit. They be like, she blow me like a cello, nigga. Do you mean a flute? <laughs> I never forget one time I was coming to Commons. I heard this white boy trying to rap, and he was like, yeah, 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 with the crew. And I was like, okay, I'm get it, I get it, I get it. He was trying to like, I guess, do some core shit or just like Philly shit. All of a sudden, everybody was like, yo, what, where you rapping from? He was like, North. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, oh, word, what part? He was like, the uh, the uh, 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 the north part of Philly, just not that yeah. Philly. I'm like, this what? Man. That boy, said like he made man. no sense. Said, I'm from <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if I'm, I listen, everybody, I'm, a, I, I'm gonna tell you where I'm from. I'm from four different places. And niggas still make fun of me because I went to Utah. So yeah, that confused me when I first met you. Because you mentioned it and I was like, oh, what the fuck? A black person from Utah? You never knew I would meet one. Why you go to Utah? Yeah, why did you go there? I mean, what the fuck was that? Like, what happened? So what happened was, and my dad always tells people too about this shit. So what happened was my dad got a like he his job transferred him. His job his job begged him to like go to Utah because he's a he's an IT guy. They're like, yo, we really like him. He's amazing. He does what he has to do. Like he's really helpful. Cause Utah, they really be on their politeness. Like they're really polite for like the first two weeks. Then out of nowhere, they'd be like, "How you doing, there, nigga?" <laughs> and like, so I went what? there with my parents. Hold up, you can't just speak exactly. Back, nigga. What? Listen. Yeah, y'all thought I was probably oh. like the shit I used to go through, bro. That shit was funny as shit. Top three. What's the What's the top three? 
Top three was because niggas used to wait, like, wait, 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 We're gonna play a game. Well, top racist moments. <laughs> Yo, top racist moments was what happened was I was in class, and this is this is my favorite one. Dude said to me in class because I had to take I had to take a diversity class, mind you. I'm the second, the only black kid in that bitch. Nigga said, and I quote. Cause this is around uh, Russell Westbrook and that white boy, that white fan, who was saying some out of pocket shit. Mm-hmm. He goes, first he was like, "What he said was racist." He was like, "He he told him, you know he he told him some agate shit." Like he said, <laughs> "Agate." I'm not gonna say finish it. So I'm like, "Oh, okay." He's all right, whatever. He want to use the f word. He was like, you know, he goes, "You guys always want to pull out the race card." He was like, "What happens when I do it, huh? What happens to me?" And I was like, what card you got? Baseball card? <laughs> sure. I'm like, what the fuck? And then the next, yo, the next time I see this man in class, this man has on a Utah Jazz, but it's Donovan Mitchell. Oh, God. To tell me, I I now understand what you mean, what, what you go through. So I show support in, in what you go through. I was like, so you put on a Donovan Mitchell jersey? That's not, what the fuck? What? what? That's anything. <sighs> That's really, yo, really that shit, yo, that shit had me crying because I was the only black kid in that class. Bro, people love to victimize themselves. Yo, the second time, this shit was funny as shit. Uh, it was it was sad. It was really sad. So, I was in class one time, and this dude who was my postman, my partner, mm-hmm. looks at me. And it's another kid. He's this white kid from Australia. We chilling, we conversating or whatever. So, you know, the teacher's like, hey, she's like, you know, whoever your partner is next to you, Say hi. So, Colton, we chilling, we cutting it up. Dude looks at me. He goes, "So, are you into Jordans? You into Jays?" He was like, "He goes, I know you guys like Jays." Uh, what? Why he do you like? Do, wait, wait, first of all, do you like Jays? Nah, I like Air Force Ones. That's yeah. the thing. Everybody knows I like Air Force Ones. Like, mm-hmm. But it fucked me up because I wasn't even wearing Air Force Ones. Like, I had on like skate highs. I had Vans. That was just a bad drone. We we on our way out the door. That was just a bad drone all around. That's crazy though. It could be a swimmer's third time. Wait, but you don't like Jays, nigga? Not. I mean, everybody knows I'm not a fan of like Jordan and stuff like that. So it's just not one J you like. I like so I like the ten, the ones, and the fours. Mm And sometimes, sometimes the Olympics, but because I have a pair of Olympics, but I'm not really a big J person because Michael Jordan to me just is an asshole. But I do like Air Force One, so yeah, that's anything, bro. Yeah. It is, but I'm not, I'm not out here trying to spend so much money because I got shit to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so- soon enough, Air Force One's about to go up anyway, so I'm scared about that shit. Big facts, bro. But I mean, I found all my Jordans on eBay, bro, bro. I'm never spending more than like $150 on those shoes, bro. Did I mention I'm a size 13, baby? Yeah, I'm a size 12. I'm a size 12, bro. You got to find them, Jones. You got to look. You got to find them like a hidden treasure, bro. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like it's a Titanic or some shit. What about you, Janelle? You like Jordan's or no? I am not a sneaker person. Yo, you got a makeup page. Before we get to this third story, oh, talk God. about your makeup page. Like, how did you get into like even making a makeup page? Because every girl in Bloomsburg 
has a makeup page, but there's only two that I really follow that goes to Bloomsburg. And I feel like her name is Glow, if I'm not Glow? mistaken. Her Instagram yeah, name is Glow. Let me look it up now. Oh, it's Kamora. It's Kamora. With the I or E? Yeah, Kamora has a makeup page. A. Not be 100% honest. I don't know who that is, but <laughs> I wish well for her. Yeah, she goes. <laughs> she's, I wish well for her. Yeah, she, um, yeah, I, I found hers because she was talking about the bad baby shit. She was like, it's funny games that everybody want to oh. wear our shit and be our shit. I was like, shit, I, okay, I'll follow your makeup page. Yeah, my makeup page, um, funny story. So, like, sophomore year for me, I would do makeup just for fun in my room in the middle of the night, and I was in a quad with Jordan and my friend Perry. I don't know if you know her because she graduated already. But <laughs> they would get they would literally curse me out because I'll put on makeup for like an hour and then I'll take it off. And so they're like, you better do um makeup for YouTube or Instagram. So I'm like, yeah, sure. So I don't really talk about it because it's just a thing. But it is kind of fun to do because you know why? Because sometimes people be pissing me off throughout the day. And I'm just like, you know what? They could compliment me on my eyebrows or my eyelashes and keep pushing. <laughs> yo, that should be funny because yo, you had something on your story one time because you because you work at the school store and you said, "Why the fuck did you come into the school store when you know we, we close at a certain time?" Because yo, I've been working there for like what two three years and I've peeped. It's only at the bookstore for me compared to my retail jobs where like people will literally look at you in the eye. Mm-hmm. Five minutes before we close and come in, hordes of them. I'm just like, who the fuck are you? Like, I don't understand why you decide mm. to do this. Mm. Five minutes before we close. You ever asked somebody come? You ever asked somebody come in five minutes yeah. before we fuck up everything? I will never forget. Um, this one guy, he came in. I'm over like, you're black. You should know mm. this. Like, don't <laughs> fuck with me. Because <laughs> you know I like to go home. Because I've seen that like BCS and things before, so I'm just like, everybody knows I like to be in my room, and so. He came in. He's like, hey, do you have batteries? I'm like, it's right next to you. Literally right next to you. Maybe so, you okay, trying, I'm like, look. Maybe, maybe you want a customer service. I can't do customer service. I'm way too blunt for customer service. I, what? My boss knew this year I would not care. I mean, yeah. <laughs> You're seeing you trying to get the fuck up out of there. Exactly. No, like, but like, Oh, another person is Ash too. Yeah, Ash has a yeah, makeup page. I'm not too mistaken. Yeah, I think. I, yeah, I only follow three. Everybody else has some, and I'm like, yo, just give me, a give me a minute, give me a minute, bro. Like, if I if I conversate, see, for me to follow you, I have to have a conversation with you. I can't just follow you off rip. Like, oh damn. Like most of my, like most of the people I follow from Bloomsburg, we probably had a conversation with them passing, or everybody knows I was doing work with the. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the voice. I feel like if I follow you, and I should be able to have a conversation with you. If you, you know what I'm saying. If you follow me back, I should See, definitely be able to talk to you. Yeah, I think I had like one person like come up to me at Bloomsburg and at a party, and they were yeah, like, "Yo, I, you know what?" I was like, I, I, yeah. "He said yes, I am." <laughs> <laughs> no, at first I was like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "Is this the moment this nigga gonna rob me?" <laughs> Cause we had a party and the lights is fucking off and like my phone is literally to my hip and I'm like, yeah. He was like, good shit. And I'm like, oh okay. 
Jesus, I'm like, yo, we, the lights is out. So, like, at, at any time, this man could take my wallet and my phone. So, like, okay. but then again, I'm a college student, so I ain't got no fucking money. I ain't got no cash on me. That's one of the things I hated at, like, at Bloomsburg, where, like, you go to use the bank, and that shit takes up, like, what, two dollars? No, not even a dollar. It takes up 50 cents out of your bank account, which I could have used that 50 cents. I could have used it. And then we got barbers out there, which... <sighs> That's one thing I don't mess about Bloomsburg, is the, bar- is the barbers. I'm mad at Rocky because this man did not tell me my wait, hair. My, my wait, wait, was wait, wait, wait. Say that again. <laughs> you did not tell me my shit was pushed back, bro. My, my shit is put, my shit was pushed back. The entire <laughs> so that's semester. Like a you problem. You had all semester to push that. See, there's no other barber. I mean, I, I can't be like Ray Kim. Let Ray Kim tell the story. This man walked all the way to Walmart. Yes, Ray Kim walked all the way to Walmart to get a haircut, and then he had to explain to the woman and show a picture to the woman oh, of what wow. haircut he wanted. And I was like, "Baby, you could have just." Ray Kim seems bro. like a very patient person. I give him props for that. He is, bro. Me, we were just talking about that too mm-hmm. today because one of our friends, before even meeting Ray Kim, even hanging out with Ray Kim, they was like, "Ray Kim is way too. He don't seem black," and I'm like, "The fuck I that mean?" Black. Yeah, what the fuck I mean, they, they was like, he don't really, you know, the way he acts, I'm like, have you ever had a conversation with him hung up? They're like, no, but like, we need to get him around black people. And I was like, you've never been around him. So like, when you do, like this man, be he's he's polite. And ever since that day, we started hanging out with Ray Kim. Everybody like, why can't you be like Ray Kim? He's so polite. He's so nice. He's so sweet. Like, he's such. <sighs> I'm like, Really? Really, you gonna take back what you said? You called this man a whole white man. You called him diet nigger. You called him no, that's rude. That's like that's one of the things I hate about like BCS sometimes because motherfuckers be like, "Yo, here comes Ray Kim trying to hit that philosophy philosophy shit." And I'm like, "It is for a good, it's for a good cause." Time. Honestly, I, before I learned his name, I called him philosophy boy because I'm like, he thinks so hard, and I love it. Sometimes he gets a little bit overboard, but sometimes I'm like, eh, you gotta say what you gotta say. <laughs> you know one thing I liked about B- BCS though? The conversations. But then y'all be I'll be hitting me with some so who should say the N-word? I'm not like, God Honestly, damn it, I'm talking this yeah, conversation. Yeah, we had to do that conversation once. When when the hell did I get in? Hold up, I gotta think. Like two two years ago. Like the first people who came in before me. I don't really remember them talking about it. So we're just like, we just didn't talk about it in a while. So we must just do it once every few years. Bro, I'm sorry. When I hit up shit, I hit up Shayla. I'm like, yo, does that shit say niggeroo? No. <laughs> I think I still have it on my phone too. It said niggeroo. I was like, it's not bottom for niggas. <laughs> kind of shit is that? I'm like, yo, y'all make a bottom for niggas? Like, what, Tory Lane's gonna show up? Like all, like all the niggas you would have ever thought, like show at the like, welcome to the party. But like, nah. I mean, to me, it felt it felt very pointless because, for one, I hate the conversation of who can say it. You already know you can't yeah. say it, so don't even don't even try. Not only that, but we should stop saying it ourselves. But I, I, I'm, I'm trying to stop. It's like cigarettes. No, you're not supposed to smoke them, but people. Smoke you can't. Them. I, I, I be... Right. 
that's what the n-word for me is man i'll be like i'll be trying not to say it especially around older black people because older black people yeah. be like really our ancestors went through all very this against for you to I really start saying it to like college because all my friends started saying it and then i'm like oh let me stop so now i only slip up when a person like i don't think high of them like i honestly don't like this person so i'm just like look at this any other nigga like i don't give a fuck about him type shit so if you hear me say it, it's never positive always in a negative format why yeah hold on why sound like rocky park in the car or some shit Tell like he he put he pushing the buttons to a bank, but but nah, I think the N word to me gets annoying sometimes. So I'm just like, you know, you can't say it. You know, I ain't supposed to say it, but like, come on, now. yeah. We gonna say it regardless. Say if they get mad, if they get called out for yeah. it, I'm just like, well, yeah. I mean, you know, systematic slavery in 2020. Yeah. I mean, somebody explained this to me because I was like, first of all, I was like, the reason why they think they can say it is because. They get so comfortable around their own black friends because we do have black. Mm-hmm. It's usually it's usually black men. It's really usually yeah. just black men just letting the past go. And I'll, I'll be having my friends that be West Indian. They be saying, "I'm like, eh, 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 eh. You, you don't have melanin, like Derek. You don't have melanin, bro. Just because we brown together don't mean." <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, I can't like, and I and I can't get mad because I'll be listening, I'll be listening to music and not, or I'll be letting her slip out. And of course, they don't feel comfortable because we've been friends for you know for so long. They be like, I remember, I remember like, I'm that dog. Can I pet that dog? I remember up here at like my high school, like all the white people around me love saying the N word, and I never paid attention to it. And oh, so yeah. I came to college, and I was like, ooh, fuck nah. So, like, my childhood best friend, of course, is white. So we had to have a whole conversation be like, hey, fam, don't say that. And she was like, why? And I'm like, bitch, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just don't say it, like please. The conversation, it, it's not, I saw this one video earlier this week. It's like, it's not up to us to educate white people about what they can and can't say. It's really not up oh, to God. us to do that because they, they not even going to listen to us. So it's like it's it's really just pointless to try and, and, and fight. Not not it's not pointless to try to fight it, but it's pointless to try and teach people to change their mind about shit because they not going. They not obviously they not they not with it from the jump. So it's like they are not going to learn. The the what we got to do is start building our own our own shit and you know what I'm saying draw away from the norms, come together and build a nice black Wall Street. You feel what I'm saying? That's what we got to do. You remember how it's up to us to make the next one. You feel what I'm saying? We got it's gonna be a mixture of the Black Wall Street and the Black Panthers. You dig? See, Atlanta is what I I guess. I don't even go hold you, bro. I wouldn't even mind that if we all pulled our money together and we just like, yo, let's buy a state. And y'all niggas can't come into our state. We bought this shit. Yo, y'all get the fuck out. Let this be our state. And we just all go there, bro. We just all go there and just chill there. Not even, not on some segregation type shit, but it's like, bro, we I, bought this shit. Or we can just buy a piece of land somewhere. I don't gotta be the US, bro. We just buy something and all right, all right, chill. Right, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be no cult leader, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm about peace. I'm about peace and tranquility, dog. All right, chill. I'm sounding like a cult leader. All right. All right, bro. I'm going to chill. Yeah. There you go. I right. nigga sound like Rocky Garvis or some shit. Yeah. Rolando Garvis. 
But nah, um, see that shit was interesting. Like when I got to college, I, I I'm gonna admit when I got to college, I was not. I mean, I was wearing my blackness. I was, but what it, it didn't hit me till I got to college, and I was like, "So you mean um, to tell me I let white people touch yeah, my hair? Yeah, tell me my hair is wool. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, call me, call it's me like the word Mulian. <laughs> All these years, and I was cool yeah. with that. You know, what I mean? I, should I will say I'm a, I'm a new black? <laughs> I guess they say the new black. Listen, I'm not we gonna have to put this on shirt because niggas is about to be on their way home. But we could record another episode tomorrow. We gotta just get up early. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Put, exactly. put that mask on too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But look, for part one, it's been your boy Rocky, aka Rockaroo, both juice. <laughs> you dig? Uh, uh, it's the it's your boy Nugget <laughs> coming at you live. <laughs> Congrats. And Janelle, Congrats. congratulations again for graduating, and we hope to see you somewhere. We'll build you a stage, stairs or some man. shit. It's gonna be out. Of, it's gonna be out of plywood and shit. Make that shit WrestleMania or some shit. Hey, that's you gonna make that John? Thank you. We gonna y'all. No problem. We gonna come back, all right? Yo, yo, yo. What's goody? I can't follow my glasses in a sec. Hold on, I can't see. Can you hear me? You good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm just trying to organize myself real quick. Yeah, I can't follow my glasses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can see. He said, Jinkies, where are my glasses? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> Wait, all right. Who are we waiting on? We waiting on more people. Hold on. Sent the link, so... Hold on. Rick Campbell's just asking me, too. What time you are recording? <laughs> Everybody be asking me what time, but I swear. Like, every time we record, it's just on the fly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Our group chat has been a shambles. So, all the shit, all the shit oh, we're yes. talking in the group chat, we, we, better, we better bring that shit now. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it's been too much that's been going on. You feel what I'm saying? Like... It's a lot of shit we could talk about. It's a lot, a lot of shit we could talk about. And nigga, I got some fucking stories to talk about too. So if we, yo, we can go, we can, we can spit for a couple minutes. You know what I'm saying? We, right, we can go on. Listen, you already know. It's your boy, aka Rockaroo. I got the moves. AKA, I'm about to be a fucking track star. AKA, AKA, future wide receiver for Bloomsburg University, nigga, because I got the Jets. All right. <laughs> Take over. Go ahead, bro. What's going on? It's like the poet. Nick the writer. Nick the journalist. Nick at night. You know how it is. Nick at night. <laughs> Nick at night. Nick at Captain Nick. Man, your favorite journalist, Cody Jason. Absolutely, yo, I'm not even gonna lie, bro. I really enjoyed that interview we did with um Hanini, 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 Hanini. Yes, he had to say his name right. You know what I'm saying? Listen, only for Anchor to run me my shit for this. <laughs> real rap, bro. Real rap. Is it? I, is it on? Um, is it on Spotify shit or no? It's not on there yet. It's been telling me like the past couple of days. Hey, we'll let you know when I should be <laughs> Meanwhile, meanwhile, more than five people have listened to you. Oh, that's the bull. That's the bull. <laughs> Yo, nigga, turn that shit down, yeah. Pop. Turn that shit down. And you got to put some headphones in, too. I feel like... 
was, you know what I'm saying, for all of our guests. <laughs> hey, yo, 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 what's good? What's good? Yo, what's up, man? You got to introduce yeah. yourself. Let the people know who we talking to. Oh, one second. I kept earlier. Say it again. Say, introduce yourself. Let the people know who we talking to and what you do, bro. Oh, how y'all doing? My name is Deja King. Um, I'm an author, the founder of The Great Day Inc. and Visionaries. That's you my don't guy. Care. That's my talk, guy. Okay, talk your shit. Talk That's my guy. Shit. Look, I, we we literally met like two or three days ago in the um in the store. And yo, y'all, if y'all know me, y'all know I'm shy as shit, and y'all know I don't like talking to strangers. But I'm like, let me step out my comfort zone. And you know what I'm saying? He started talking to me, so we just started busting it up. And my man's got a graphic novel out right now, I believe, right? Oh, uh, not necessarily not a graphic novel. It's a novel. Right. Uh, that was just some concept art for it. Okay, okay. Would you want to expand on okay. that and get like some graphic art done? Um, my whole goal is to necessarily turn it into a show. Ooh. Once I drop like the third book, I'm I'm in I'm in the works. We ain't gonna say too much, but I'm in the works, bro. I, as start thing, as a person who's learning. Themselves, I understand how complicated it is to start a show. <laughs> Crazy, <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But I, I'm looking forward to seeing that, seeing it develop. Concept art looks amazing. Tell, tell us a little bit about, tell us a little bit about the book itself, what, what it's about, and you know, what I'm saying the characters and stuff. All right. So, first of all, I want to say thank you for allowing me on this. Thank you for the Absolutely. opportunity. Absolutely. Like you said, we just linked up and. and, and clothing store you was shopping I seen it you was a little you was a little shy I'm like no nope. <laughs> you know so you got you got to get it yourself man mm-hmm. you this guy ain't about to draw for you he barely want us in this joint right no chat bro no chat <laughs> <laughs> so but anyway the book is about I wrote this book um for a lot of my black young men out there because basically times is hard mm-hmm times is hard and there's a lack of guidance there's a lack of i'll say master class men you know and they exist not to say that they exist however it is to say that those master class men don't exist in traditionally underserved communities oh i see they usually yeah you feel me they usually make a bag and leave Right, right. It's not. It's not nobody like staying and and being the the outlookers of the community anymore, like it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like it used to be like grandmas and aunties outside on the stoop watching the neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? But you don't really see that now. Exactly. So what's happening is, you know, we have these. As as a young man, I witnessed a lot of crazy stuff. So it's like I grew up. I'm I'm from New York. I'm from Brooklyn. Okay. Oh, all right. Oh, Jesus. Okay, you got stories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, basically, you know, we got we look up to those OGs. We look mm-hmm. up to those OGs, and not to take nothing from them, but you know, this is this is real talk. I, I want y'all to answer me. How can you teach me to be a man when you don't even know what one is? Absolutely. I'm. I actually have a follow up question. Okay. What is it to really even be a man anymore? Because nowadays it's 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 the perfect opinion of oh men don't moisturize or men don't do this and men don't wear flowers. Right. So, so my yeah. my idea, my what I depict to be a man is first of all to me a man is 
someone who's willing to carry the weight of the world, no excuses or no complaints. He does what needs to be done, regardless of any adversity, conflict, or the circumstance. He gets it done, especially if he decides to bring in a child into this world. Mm -hmm. You know, a man is someone who handles things in a correct manner. Now, when we say correct manner, of course, there are, you know, gray areas to what is right and what's wrong. Right, right. However, morally, morally, the logical part is, example, I'm out here. I grew up in the streets, right? If I have a son, right, I only know how to get it from the streets, right? But since, uh, but is that an excuse? Is that an excuse because that's the only thing I know how to do? Is that all I can do? Is or is that all I'm limiting myself to? Right. Are you asking the um? Can a person be the product of their environment? Is that is that like a is that the type of question? Basically, to go against the grain mm. is what I'm mm. saying. I see that. I feel like it. Don't be, it's hard. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's when when all you know is the grain, like around you is people that's with similar ideologies and they they're not thinking about necessarily expanding their horizons you know what i'm saying right. and, and i feel like that that is another thing when you when you like education you like the bigger picture you like the ability to see the bigger picture and all you know is living day by day rather than how am i going to get out of living day by day and how am i going to set the the path for not only me but my children as well so that they don't have to live day by right. day either Right, so my whole thing with that is, and I'm going into the book now, my whole thing with that is, you know, what we have to understand is I say there's always three kinds of people. There's that person that thinks inside the box, and then you have those people who think outside the box. Mm -hmm. And then you have those people who know that there's never been a box. Ooh, okay, okay. I like that. Right? I like that. So... When you free yourself from this box mentality, you understand that the world is limitless and you have opportunities of infinite. You get right. Me? Yeah, absolutely. Because you, you really set your limit seat yourself. Right. Right. And see, as men, what happens is we pride ourselves on what we know and being independent yeah. when that's just stupidity. Right. Because when you rather not seek help, not seek education or knowledge to expand your horizons, to level up. At that point, you're saying, I'm comfortable where I'm at, and I'm willing to take on unnecessary things because I don't right. want to be uncomfortable. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I wrote right. this book. I wrote this book, and this is the first book, and there will be five. Okay. I wrote this book for young men to necessarily see their lives and a path that they may take based off of, like you said, their surroundings, their environment. And I just want them to look at it because sometimes it's hard for us to look in the mirror and check ourselves. Absolutely. But it's easy for everybody to give mm. uh, advice. But see, I'm not a man who's big on advice. I'm a man who's big on the application of the advice given. Mm. Mm. I appreciate you saying that because it's easy to give advice when you're not in the, in the, in the situation. You feel what I'm saying? Like it's right. easy to tell somebody how to steer the ship when they not you not in the storm. You feel what I'm saying? Like, oh, I would have did right. this differently. Yeah, you would have did it differently because your life is different than mine. Your situation is different right. than mine. Not even, not even that. I was gonna say like people are too busy trying to go in other people's closets. Meanwhile, they got Louis Vuitton mm. stuff in that shit. Mm. Like, right. Clothes. 
exactly. the floor everywhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and, and my whole thing is we need to stop. We need to stop criticizing each other and stop trying to be these gurus and stop trying to heal people when we're broken ourselves. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my book, where's Ray Kim? <laughs> Yo, Ray Kim will be all up on this, bro. <laughs> my book is basically a mirror. Mm. Um, it's about a boy named Levi, and he and his five, base, let's say, spiritual brothers, his five spiritual brothers are assigned with the task to basically change the environment that they're in. However, okay. this mission isn't clear. They're living day by day. Uh, Levi is a black young man, um, single. Uh, he has a single mother. He's the oldest of five. You know, then he has his friends and his surroundings. And what happens is, I'm not going to try to get into it too much, but what happens is he starts selling drugs mm. because he feels like this is his only way. Right. However, mind you, my, my, the boy, he has PTSD, Levi. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of black people or a lot of people in who grew up in the hood, we suffer from PTSD and people don't know how deep that is. I feel like, talk I feel about like they don't even, they only, it's so deep that we don't even understand the concept of it. And we don't even self-identify with it. You feel what I'm saying? Like right. if you, if you feel like you got to walk around the neighborhood and always got to, you know what I'm saying? Have an eye out and always look over your shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not normal. That's not normal for any, any, any situation. Not at all. I mean... We got another guest in there. We have two oh, now. yeah, yeah. Uh, both of us are. Let her introduce herself real quick. I guess, I guess you could say. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I was going to say, me and Janelle are both from, not, well, yeah, I guess I guess we're from the same place of a, a suburban mm-hmm. area. And I just like the fact that I had kids growing up my age. Used to, I guess, not even downplay or make it seem as if they're so hood, but like their parents took them out of the mm-hmm. place. And they're trying to like still keep right. them inside. And I'm like, bro, there's, there, you, you're Dexter D. You're good. Like, there's no need for yeah. you to bring out the flag. Yeah. You good. Don't be something that you're not. Your parents took you out of that environment, so you won't end up in this situation right. of selling drugs or even, like, right. being bad. Exactly. Things. And that is so. overall the theme of my story. Because you have, I wrote this story. It's not just, it's six, it's six main characters, to be honest. And mm-hmm. each main character, um, I feel as though anyone will be able to relate. If you can't relate to Levi, you'll relate to one mm, of the other five. Absolutely. And everybody is just I rounded this book to where you're gonna have to feel me. You're gonna have to feel me, even if you don't want to yeah. feel me. You're mm. gonna have to feel me. And and the, my mission mm. is to wake some of these people up. I like that. I like that. It's I, I think I feel like for blackness, there's a layer though. There's a layer because there's we all experience blackness differently. Right. Some of us experience it in college. Some of us experience it at an early age. Or some of us who, I've never thought about this, but my racial kids, they're at a point where most of them have either white parents, like mom is white or dad is white, mm. or having a single parent who just is not the opposite of right. Absolutely. And sometimes they don't fit. Yeah, like the, not to bring up the Doja Cat situation, but I've dated girls who were not even biracial, just adopted by white women. And they themselves would get into fights about the, what their mom trying to explain what it means for them to be yeah. in blackness. Yeah. And their mom be like, "No, you shouldn't be wearing a head wrap. No, that's not. A, you shouldn't be wearing that lizard shirt. That's inappropriate." I no think it's so. I think it. I think that, that's not. Yeah. Something yeah. Yeah. There are, there are layers. There are definitely different layers to you know um, everybody's experience in being black. Mm. You know, however, uh, we all experience similar things. 
you know, colorism, mm-hmm. the stereotypes, mm-hmm. you know, there's just so many things that we all experience. And, you know, um, not to spoil enough, I'm trying to keep it like limited, but, <laughs> you know, no, for I example, I got, I got in the story, you won't get into the second book, but however, you know, in the second book, I got, I, I, I twisted the game on people and it's not that deep, but I tell you, I put a white character in it. Ooh, and he's one of the main okay. characters. However, Wait, sorry, all right, pause. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question real quick before you get into this. Do you right. see yourself in a sense, not not in a sense, but do you see yourself kind of creating like the next generation of Bluefer series with your novel here? Um, essentially. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like those, those stories for, for us teenage kids yes. to, to read and, you know what I'm saying, a, yes. attain those life lessons through realistic scopes of realistic fictional stories. Exactly. You, you, we're on the same page at this point. Absolutely. I, That's I like exactly that. exactly what I'm going for. I like that. So I put the white boy in it, right? Mm-hmm. However, you know, there's a horizon, there's, there's a world that they're in. So his parents send them to a black school mm. rather than a white school. Hmm. So one of his self-conflicts is, I'm more like y'all than I am like me. Hmm. You know, he's not black, he's white. However, he was raised in a black environment. I think that's something that, that we, I think that's something that happens more often than not that we have discussions about. And I think that that, that is mm. easy for, for people to confuse what, what being black means. When we have, when we, when right. we like those type of conversations, where it's like I'm not black, but I grew up. Two those those don't equate. Those don't go together. Just because right. you grew up in the hood doesn't mean don't. you. You know, what I'm saying people like to equate hood and ghetto and all of that with blackness, but those those are two completely false narratives. You feel Very what I'm saying? False. Very false. It's it's more than that. I think it's just the fact that we have situations like Bad Baby. <laughs> Or even situations of what the hell is that show? Uh, that movie called White Boy Rick, where he's like a, uh, an actual FBI agent and he goes in and he's like corrupting. I did not see that show. <laughs> I, I feel, yo, it's it's toward, I guess it's, I guess it's based on a true story, but I think it's the fact that people. Yeah, you're right. People do equate that. Yeah, get on that's some black. Just because you went to school with a, just because you're a white person, you go to school with a bunch of white black people. There's not you who have to quote unquote code switch mm-hmm. or act as mm-hmm. if you're down with you know you're down with us same same with black people like just because you're certain about white people i guess i guess we still do code switch which is sad but it's I like, feel like it's more of a survival think, oh, he's thing. tyrone you feel what i'm saying it i is. feel like i feel like yes, it, it, exactly it always it. it always was a survival thing especially when we was going through you know what i'm saying the movement and all of that stuff you know what i'm saying people had to push for survival but in, in a sense of now where it's like cultural appropriation is such a big thing now where it's like you you don't even know what what type you don't say you don't even know where to where to look where to turn. Seriously, and and, and it's these survival mechanisms that we sort of develop to survive the environment that we're in. Mm. So it's then at that point that we have to ask ourselves, you know, if the other side, and by the other side I mean the white side, if they're depicting our culture as the ghetto, the hood, mm. the stereotypes that they put in our mind that help them define us as black what are we going to do mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. educate them? right what are we going to do right. to change this narrative you know first and foremost we got to stop letting them tell our stories that's, right that's very right important. i feel that oh i know you're talking about too what's what's homeboy's name uh, uh, uh. 
He did Django. Oh my god! I, 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 Come on, man. Talking about um, what's his name? The the director. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm about to I'm about to look. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, yo, if you watch Pulp Fiction, he was like a uh-uh. dead nigger. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, I'm like, yo, he makes these movies just so he can just so he can say it. I'm like, <laughs> not, we have to. One thing, one thing I do, and one thing I and I said it to I said it to you. Um, one thing I do is I run a business, and my business is prone and is designed for traditionally underserved communities. Now, I know that it's not necessarily just a black world, black and white world anymore. We have other minorities that have entered within this battle, like our Spanish, mm. Latinas, our brown family, you know. So now it's like they go through what we go through, and they put in their best too. Well, and it's, and, it's, and it's, it's easy to it's easy to keep it on us, but it is greater than us. And, and what I'm saying is the reason why I'm saying this is because it takes people like us mm-hmm. to start teaching the youth and those who are willing to listen, so that we can make a change. I feel like for Latinos, we as much as we try to really get get together. As much as we can, and it's like sometimes some of them just be looking <laughs> differently, and I guess that's because yo, anti- I, I'm telling you, it, it's it's and, deeper than anti-blackness too. Because then once you once you actually in these Spanish communities, it's just anti everything, and it's just some it's a it's a R net it's the world type thing when you enter when you in, in like real actual Spanish communities, and it's crazy, it's crazy. And I'm just like, why, why, why sure. gotta be like that? Mm-hmm. And it's weird because I grew up in that in that environment, and I'm just sitting there, and it's like negrito, and they call you all types of things. Like, <laughs> you are darker than me. Who are you calling with, like? Yo. Like, mm-hmm. who are you calling with, like? For, first of all, man, we we could you you're like my next door neighbor yeah. cousin, like don't yeah. this shit. <laughs> and they they be sitting there to you, looking at you, like first of all, you ain't you was dropped right. off just like right. Your people, your people was dropped off in South America, Central exactly. America, just like so I think. What, I think is, that's such a, a. We still have to work on that. You know what I'm saying? Like it's such a a, a divide between the the Spanish right. community and you know what I'm saying, African American community, and there's a lot of racism that that that's on both sides. You feel what I'm saying? We we got to put an end to that because they don't like none of us. <laughs> they don't like none right. of us. And see, what needs to happen is we need to start working on the inside. Mm. You know. We could talk about the Latinos. We gotta start with ourselves. We gotta start on the inside. We gotta start with mm-hmm. the discrimination against each other. We gotta start with the, those colorist talks, right. colorism. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the listen, we we segregated amongst ourselves. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the issue. You know, I think it starts. It with is. That's that's really mm-hmm. one thing that I preach about a lot at my seminars is the survival mentality that we live by. It's like like y'all just said. Put yourself in an environment that's not necessarily you. You're going to inhibit traits and attributes to survive the environment that you're in. Right. Meaning, if I'm black around a bunch of white people, what am I going to do to survive? I'm going to act like them. Mm. You feel me? Right. I'm a coach switch. I'm a, I'm a put different persona, persona, different voice. Yeah. I'm somebody, I'm a completely different person. Yeah. I, I've, I've recently, dad, um, I've, been, I've been trying to doing that. You know what I'm saying, and and I, it started because like people would be like, you know what I'm saying, talking a white voice or you know what I'm saying, use that, and I feel like 
that that's another thing where it's like you equate whiteness with with intelligence, and we we need to stop yes. we need to stop doing that as well. Not to say that white people aren't intelligent, but to automatically assume that you know what I'm saying one is intelligent because of this thing that is inherent is it's not necessarily progressive, and we need to stop looking at it like that. You know what I'm saying? I think we need to stop looking mm. at white. Here, here we go. Mm. I need you to repeat that again. I think we need to stop looking at white as a success because if if we think about it, in the industry there are a lot of brothers like us that have everything they, they can, but they either marry white people, they marry a white women, or they try to do something to prove white mm. people. Mm. I'm not Tyrone. I'm not. I don't get down mm. like that. And we also have them just trying to even white, even black people too. They do that too sometimes. Of, of trying to not show their natural hair. I mean, that's just a different situation. I'm not a black woman, but I would love to be able to expand on that if you can. <laughs> you just gonna put on the spot like that. No, <laughs> <laughs> say it's it, for for her for her own for her own experience of, of of hair because I know that's another topic of why black women get they get a, they get it as it is of uh, why she wearing her hair that uh, straight. She wearing a white people way, and it's just like if you know I've heard that enough. You're enough of. Why are you wearing her hair in European style? What's mm. right here is not European. Dead Yo, ass. I would just wear braids as usual growing up. But whenever I had like my natural hair out, they would just be like, it's hella short. And I'm like, bruh, it's called natural. Mm. What are you mm-hmm. talking about? And um, when I did straighten my hair, um, again with the colorism jokes in the family, like my dad would be like, Oh, you got your Pocahontas hair out? And I'm like, Yo, what? <laughs> Yo can, we, can we address the, the not funny? Racist jokes our family likes to make at us. It's not cool. It's not funny. If I'm not, not laughing, nigga, it's not funny. <laughs> Yo, it's not, not funny, it's bro. Not funny at all. And you know what I'm saying? Not I think I think we don't we don't necessarily address it to our family members. And we, we not necessarily want to respect because you know, like if you if you in the Spanish community, then you know like you can't really like speak out against your elders. Even when you in the right too, like you you could be right about something, but if you say something, they oh you disrespected me. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, I got I got y'all gonna get me in my bag, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's eleven eighteen. Nah, y'all gonna get me in my bag because <laughs> listen, man. My whole thing is with the respect to elders. My whole thing is. A child is literally designed to surpass the next or the previous. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So with all due respect, there's a point in my life where I will surpass you. Yeah. Especially if I'm on the right path. Mm-hmm. So what happens is mm-hmm. usually when stuff like that is happening in our family, we don't understand it. So it's just like it could be a simple joke like, come on, you black as shit. You've been in the sun too long. Yeah. Something, mm-hmm. something like that. Black ass. Something like that. Right? Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Well, we now, all we heard these jokes before. We, Absolutely. Yeah, we don't, we don't know. We don't understand the extent of how damaging it can mm-hmm. be, especially within our development. But once you recognize it, I look at it as respectfully, I should be able to tell you what harms me and you should be able to adjust yourself accordingly. Yeah, and it's yeah. like that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird. It can't be a it can't be a one way world because what's happening is that's what's taking our voices away from from a, from a youth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. As so as that's a child, you grew up, you felt like yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. Come on, it's 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 it's, 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 it's 
we have to we have to expose the bullshit because it's only worse. It's, yeah, exactly, exactly. Wait, I got. A, I have a question. Have y'all ever uh, met like a lot of black people that would be like, yes. "I'm not black, I'm, I'm mixed," and they'd be like, "They'd be like, I'm mixed. Like, what do you mix with? I'm mixed with uh, scan- yeah. not, uh Native American." I'm like, "Come yeah, on, now. I just had to talk to one of my. I had to talk to one of my mentees recently because you know, I'm like, "What are you? You like, I'm black. I'm like, so you're African American." He said, I'm not African-American, I'm black. And this is how serious this was. Because I'm like, what does black mean? Like, I asked him, what does black mean? He said, it means I'm black. I don't have any African descent. I said, so you're black, you know, without African descent, right? This shows how, not like how uneducated are you. Wait, what the hell he just say? I just peed. What? (laughs) What? Yeah, yeah, dude, I mean, what? You heard Wait, me. Run that <laughs> he said, he said, I'm black, but I'm not African-American. And I said, so what you're saying to me is you have no African descent. And he's like, yeah, no, I'm just black. My mom told me I'm black. I'm not African-American. I'm black. So I said, I need you to look up what black means. And I need you to do your research. And we're going to have this conversation later. Mm-hmm. You know, and he did that. And in that moment, I had to recognize, like, yo, you see, you see why sometimes you have to address the previous generation, yeah, because of what's yeah. been passed down. Absolutely, absolutely. Which is the reason why that discrimination amongst each other exists, right? Because that right. comfort of being black is not acceptable. It's like I have to be black and something else to be accepted. Right, right, absolutely. Or I, I can't be. I, or it's like this, this, this narrative that you can't be that black you have to be something else you have to be mixed with something else oh you're gonna talk about the european uh yeah european yeah looking european but it's like i got clear skin that's not i just got clear ass skin but uh i have a question though uh i'm in my journalist bag right now do you feel like we can stop that though of of the next generation of, of Making kids feel like, oh yeah, I, I I have oh, no yeah, clue. I have no clue. I and, and look, no, we kind of talked about this earlier in the group chat. I told you, like, I kind of, I kind of cringe when I see, and I, I don't. This might be a hot take, but I, I kind of cringe when I see like racially ambiguous people using African culture as props. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. we we talked about this in the group chat where it's like, if you going on a vacation, why are you getting that type of hair? For your vacation here, you know what I'm saying? That that's just something that bothers me because I know as soon as that vacation is over, you're gonna take them braids out and you're never gonna pick that piece up ever again. And you don't you're not gonna face the discrimination that comes with wearing that hair. So you you taking that mm-hmm. vacation, you taking your little trip to Jamaica and you getting your little fake locks because you wanna be immersed in the culture or whatever, but you know what I'm saying? It's you're doing it just for the gram. You're not, mm-hmm. you're not understanding, you're not understanding the culture, the the prejudice, the oppression that comes with that not being a prop. That is somebody's culture. That is somebody's like life. That's somebody's livelihood. You know what I'm saying? If a young boy can't graduate because he got locks, like come on now. You know what I'm saying? Cut the bullshit. Cut the bullshit. See, I I I agree, but I digress. Um I'm disconnected because from what you just said, because I believe it's possible. It's very difficult, but I believe it's possible. Um, to go back to my comment on masterclass men, mm. you know, let's just talk about masterclass people. You know, how many masterclass individuals have you encountered who were will- really willing to take you under their wing and educate you? Right. Not for the money, 
not for the clout, but for you, mm-hmm. for the best of you. You know, there's there's a very, very, it's, it's, it depends on the environment, but let's just talk about Philadelphia for right now. Mm-hmm. In Philadelphia, in general, that master class level, you know, is at a minimum. And there's very few people who can educate these young people on what's important, what's needed to know, what blackness, everything mm-hmm. that's important, everything that needs they, they need to be instilled with to become masters. Right. But when you have these people and you put these people in position to educate these kids, that's how you can make a difference because one makes one. Absolutely. You got a house of five and you just take one kid from that house of five and he becomes an example to the four to where or five to where he's teaching them how to be and what it is to be black and what it is to be honest and and really rep black culture or blackness then it just trickles down it's always it's a chain effect and if you teach one you teach many absolutely so absolutely i i I can speak on that too i can speak on that because look my pops literally just taught me how to make t-shirts so me I've been making T-shirts like old D. Like that's why we haven't been recording like podcasts as we usually do because we usually record like a, like an episode a week. You feel what I'm saying? But my pops literally taught me this skill. So now I'm teaching all my friends how to make T-shirts so that they could teach their people. And and it's like learning these. We're not necessarily learning skills to prepare ourselves for the future. Many shop classes is nobody teaching us how to be mechanics. You know what I'm saying? If a car break down, you you probably gonna be fucked. You feel what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. What's up, guys? I, it, I think it brings back to all. Yeah, it's environment. What's going on, Jerry? Like you said, it's, it's environment, but at the same time, it's, I mean, I live, I'm in Jersey right now, so we do have a lot of mentors. We, you know, we do. I mean, you know, besides Cody Booker, never mind. We ain't got Cody Booker. We got other mentors. I'm just keeping real. And we do have a lot of masters people that are willing to put in the time to help us. Get the fuck out. Get out. Get here, bro. Get out. I, had to, I had to disconnect from my car, bro. Relax. Yeah. I didn't want to echo. But yeah, I mean, I feel like growing up, I did see, I did see, I did see a lot of representation. I think it really matters. About exactly. And who I agree. So, it, you know what I mean? It, 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 but I think I, I was just talking about the other day in the group chat. I feel like when it comes to representation, I would rather see somebody who's just talk to me about, hey, man, get, you know, how you feeling? How, how's school doing? You know, somebody who's not always on me about school. Somebody who's mm-hmm. asking see, me how I'm I don't know. Me personally, I'm not, I'm not big on, on those types of conversations unless you could offer me, like, uh, you know what I'm saying, support or some resources. Like, if a thousand people right. ask you a day, how you doing? And nobody's like, all right, let me help you with what you're dealing with. And it's like, yo, what's the point of even talking about it? Right. True. Very true. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot of that. That's what exactly what I'm talking about. There's a lot of people who feel like that. Like, I I don't want to talk to you about my problems because you don't know what I'm dealing with. And you really can't help me. So when I say master class, I should say it like people who can really give you solutions to level up. Right. People Absolutely. who can really give you solutions to uh, not even, it's not even, see, my whole thing is what I preach about, and this is about my business, what I really teach is not even about the bread or the money. It's really about self. I yeah. teach self-mastery. I teach how to overcome those demons and survival mechanisms that have been instilled within you and to become the best version of yourself. Absolutely. That's what I teach. Mm-hmm. And we deal with a lot of shit that we put to the back burner or that seeps into our subconscious that we really don't deal with, but it comes out, it seeps through our reactions, it seeps through our everyday life, it seeps out every time we face adversity. 
And if you have that one person who's there to walk by you and go, yo, listen, bro, you don't need to snap on the whole world. Yeah. You don't need to feel like the whole world is against you. Yeah. You know, let's let's walk like this. Let's handle things like this. Let's make you more approachable. Right. Let me educate right. you on some things. Let me show you how this needs to be done. I feel like I feel like there 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 aren't many not even, not even just men. I feel like there aren't any any there aren't many men and women like that in Philadelphia. But at the yeah, same exactly. time, most kids these days aren't receptive to to that type of information. They aren't receptive to that to that out because you so when you caught up shits, you really you you don't see nothing but the shits. You feel what I'm saying? So it, it's right. it, it, it that's true. It's gotten that's so true. deep that's to the point true. where it's like you could offer a motherfucker the way out, but they so caught up in what they're doing, they won't even take it. They won't okay. even see, see it. See now, now it's how you offer it too. It's how you offer that, it man. too. I feel that because at the same time, here if you try, I, I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying because if you approach them like, all right, y'all hoodlums, let's let's design. Right, specifically to you know what I'm saying. It's gonna be like, all right, fuck right. it. What's the point of even going? When you make somebody, when you make somebody feel like a problem, they become a problem. Absolutely. So it's definitely like, for instance, I work at a school. I work at a charter school, and the charter school ain't the best. I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all. The charter school ain't the best. You know, when when I got in there, you know, I was on my lean on me shit. You feel mm-hmm. me? I was I was on my I was on my shit, and to where it was a bunch of kids that men. I, I talk about the men mostly, the young men. There's a bunch of them who had lost, who gone through a bunch of stuff. And when I just gave them an example and I didn't make them feel as a problem and I introduced them. See, it's a difference when you talk shit because people don't like people who talk shit, but not about what they talk yeah. about. Yeah. So this is what I mean by how you like introduce them to that new world. It's like, yo, come here. Let me, cause I was, I used to be a boxer, you know? So a way that I get to these young men and people is through fighting because a lot of people are angry. So, you know, a lot of people like to release their aggression mm-hmm. through a violent act, especially young men. You feel me? So it's like, you know what? You angry? I got you. Let me take you to a boxing gym. Let me take you to <laughs> the gym I train at. Let me take you to the hey, gym yo. I grew up in. Hey, yo, King. I- you feel me? You might need some boxing lessons, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Listen. I got you whenever. I got you whenever. Like it's, but it's the outlet. See, mm-hmm. our job needs to be to provide them with outlets and resources, like you said, bro. Mm-hmm. If we not supplying them with outlets and resources, don't nobody. That's like an OG telling you, "Yo, young boy, I'm gonna teach you how to make a million dollars." But you know damn well this nigga don't got a million dollars. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like, how you can you? Hear that yeah, shit? absolutely, absolutely. It's like, how can you help me if you can't even help yourself? Period. Think, you don't you don't want to hear that shit. You don't you're looking at I it like, you. bro, you a fraud. Get the fuck out of here. You can't mm-hmm. help me. Absolutely. However, you got those people. Now, if it was a man with a million dollars who said that to you, wouldn't you hop on real quick? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I think that's crazy you too. Know. I think that that speaks to our our ability to to retain information. Sometimes we we only yes. want information from 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 specific sources that we 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 drew. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like that's why me. I treat everybody the same, whether it's the homeless person on the corner or it's the million dollar truck, you know what I'm saying? Billion businessman. Because you never know who got the information that you're going to need. You don't know if that, that bum is going to actually give you the million dollar plan or the person with a million dollars is going to be like, all right, let me fuck this man up so I can keep getting my right. million dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. I, I think that, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I feel like information is one of those things that can come from any source. It's the, it's the, a corner or it's a millionaire like you could get 
information from anybody, anybody. Right, right, and that's that. That is an issue. It's a it's a major issue, and um, however, it's an issue that we can't overcome because what happened is, um, a lot of these kids grow up with parents who tell them not to do something and not to be this kind of way. However, they watching them do what they're telling them not to mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Like. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Hold on, I'm sorry to stop you. Dre, Dre, where are you driving to? Where are you going, Dre? <laughs> I'm going home. I was I hanging out with in the back. Uh, Olivia and her, 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 Andrew. Bro, I think it's so cool. Hold on, hold on, bro. I think it's so cool about to say, Dre, if you turn this my husband because we all went to high school together. We all graduated together. And she's the first yeah. person to get married. Like, that's just so, so cool. It is. Uh... I mean, is it lovely, Phil? Yeah, I'm going home right now. We were just hanging out. Um, I haven't seen him in like. Uh, All right, hold on. Let me thing. let me switch gears. Well, yeah, I know, I know we've been. Well, no, no, let's yeah, switch gears because I know we've been we've been busting gems. We've been, we've been dropping. Now let's switch gears a little bit. Let's about what the fuck has been going on in the world around us and the world that we live in. Okay. All right. So. Y'all okay? We are gonna be real. Y'all. All right. All right. Listen. Shit is sweet. I'm not gonna lie. I try my best to not. I see. I'm out a mask. If you wear a mask all day, you basically breathe it in your carbon oh, dioxide yeah, that you're supposed to topic. release. You feel what I'm saying? That's why I'm. I'm not. I don't wear my mask all you day. Cause I'm not dumb, yeah. and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kill. I'm not gonna suffocate myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't be doing that much anyway. I'm social distancing. The only time I go outside to make. Or I'm smoking with my niggas. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, we doing a music video. <laughs> That's pretty much the only time I go outside. Shit, I want my man. This shit that's going on in the world, bro. I, I feel as though it's I don't know. Don't it's just me, but I feel as though it's bullshit. Like not yeah. to not to say that the corona is not to say that the corona no, is. No, the not corona real, definitely bro. real. Corona is real. However, the, the government yeah, and the, the news, news is hyping it. It's just the news. It's too it's, much. It's bullshit. It's, you telling me that it's 150 million cases of corona, right? But literally, anybody who goes to the doctor and get checked up got corona, mm. right? So I could go right now, mm. and that shit, he got corona. He got COVID-19. I feel that. You know? I feel that. And it's like, how how do you... you know, I was literally at um, the art museum today. Where what social distance? Hey, oh, we was yo, we was yo. two three days ago. Yeah, what social distance? And it was probably where it's been like that for weeks now. Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this first. Niggas see crabs and say fuck social distancing. I've no been saying that. I've been saying that, bro. I've been saying that, bro. Niggas see crabs and say fuck corona, and they go crazy. Go crazy. I ain't gonna hold you. I done had like two seafood platters, but still. <laughs> Seriously, like this is it's really at the point of where we at I, I feel bad because I'm like I don't know when we gonna return. But if you just watch it it's 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 I don't know. Yeah I don't know. Yeah. I don't really wanna speak on it too much because at the end of the day we really don't know shit. We That's what I'm saying. This is the thing. The motherfuckers are giving us even know what the fuck they giving us. So I'm like, yo, just watch they don't just out here, man. Just be careful. Don't buy into the bullshit. I don't know what the fuck they talking about. You know, you know what's crazy though. Out of all the interviews that I've been doing, and I've asked every single one of them, how does it feel that like you cannot connect with your fans as much as in person? And as an artist, what, what can you do? 
besides doing this little Instagram live versus and shit. And most of them said that they they really don't know that this. <laughs> yes, just absolutely. I'm telling you, once once this Corona hope. shit. You know, nobody knows. On the biggest turn. fucking parade. I'm telling you, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be <laughs> the crazy. celebration. Period. Absolutely, bro. HP is going to be lit. It's going to be lit. HP, bro. We're going to have this on jumping. <laughs> Yo, a three-day parade. That shit going to be hot. That shit going to be hot. If we could bring, a, if we could bring like a Ferris wheel to the... That shit be hot. <laughs> that that shit be hot. I don't know about what? Dre, you know about Carnival. Dre, you know about Carnival. You know about no. that shit. Carnival. Mm-hmm. The West Indian. Oh, yeah. Hey, yo. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to that shit. Yeah, I'm going to wow. that shit. I'm going, I'm going to Maryland. I'm going to Maryland. Yeah, get some right That's it. If they say social distancing is over, where's the first place I'm going to? <laughs> in the house. Yeah. In the house. I feel that. I feel it. Because I'm telling y'all, it's not going to be after. After everything is open. That's when niggas going to get sick sick. Right now, they they've they're gonna open mm-hmm. up. They said all the states, and they're gonna watch how everything goes, and then they're gonna close and mandate like what's open and closed as we go. It's gonna be. I saw I saw I a tweet. Say, it was like it's it can't work. Yeah. I don't I don't think it'll work though. Money talks, bro. Money talks. I ain't gonna lie. I saw this tweet. It said Americans just they got tired of so they got tired of Corona. Fuck social distancing. I think Seriously. I think it's crazy how how we have handled this versus every other country. Every other country. In the beginning of this, we were criticizing every single country, and then once it came over here, we froze like a deer in headlights. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas, Big they man. wasn't even getting no testing until like a month after this shit got really bad, and this is crazy. Yeah, it's bro. crazy, bro. Bro, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Y'all can go outside. Wow. Too, but I'm gonna just wow. stay inside, mind my business. I've been reading books. Hey, yo, reading speaking books, of reading books, listen, I'm not gonna say too much shit. because this is still in, like, this is still in the very early stages. But we we trying to start this book club, all right, for the youth, for the youth and them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So basically, my man's Arden, she hit me up. She was like, I wanna start a book club. Because we're not doing nothing. But I'm like, let's take it further. And I'm like, yo, since we actually money further, and let's do something for the... Yeah, you're going out in and out. Book club. Yeah. Yes, go. sir. Yeah, my bad. My shit was just it just disconnected real quick. I'm in the backyard, yeah. <laughs> but um, I kind of want to wait. No, I kind of want to wait for our our guest about it. But yo, what's up, guys? There we go. <laughs> All right, bet. So Ray basically, Ken? no, that's yeah, that is Ray Kim. <laughs> Ray, radio head. Where you been? Where Ray Kim been at? All right, we well, got talk- that. My- my shit just gonna introduce what yourself, Ray Kim. Let them know who you is and where you was at, nigga. <laughs> you gone for a minute. <laughs> oh, what's good, y'all? So I'm Ray Kim. Um, I'm from Philly. Uh, my bad, Rocky. I was talking to my aunt for a little bit. She was visiting from New York, so we were just talking. Right. Oh, wow. Ray Kim, I have a question. What's your question, Chris? What's up? So you you added me on uh, Snapchat the other day, right? Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was you at first, because I was like, who this boy that looked like the nigga from Fences? <laughs> 
<laughs> yo, because Ray Kim got this, he got this paper boy, hey, he yo. got this paper boy hat on. And I'm like, he looks exactly like Denzel Washington from Fences. And yo, Love. that is one of my favorite. No, that's like my top three favorite movies of all time. That's why that shit really? is so okay. funny, bro. That movie's so good. I ain't gonna lie. That movie was so good. I was crying in the movie theater with my girlfriend at the time. That's how good that movie was. Mm. I think it, it was about love. It was about the fact that black, not even black men, just fathers in general, was not telling the kids, yeah. "I love mm-hmm. you." You wonder how they love you? Yeah. You had food in your stomach, nigga. You had you had yeah. a, a roof yeah. over your head. What he said, he was he goes, he yo. He was like, "I don't gotta like you. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do this and that." You know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna lie, that movie, that that movie to me, it came out in a time where relationship wasn't the best. You feel what I'm saying? So that's why that movie was. It's a that's why it's up there for me. It, it kind of gave me some more understanding about our dynamic and how our relationship was and how to kind of fix it in a sense. Like understanding my my pops isn't perfect, and I, it's some things that you gotta just understand and accept. As a man, because you know, as a man, we we we're not gonna get everything right the first time, and especially since I'm out, you know what I'm saying. So it's everything that happened between us is like first time dealing with it, you know what I'm saying. As a father, so I yeah. had to understand that he didn't have all the all the answers to everything I was looking for, and he didn't necessarily understand how to be a father at the time because that was something that he was still trying to understand, especially coming out of prison when he was in he was locked up for my first eight years of life you know what i'm saying so that was definitely something that i had to yeah. understand and forgive him for too for not having all the answers so rock i have two questions for you bro so one what were, what were you able to apply from the movie to your relationship with your dad and second how is your relationship with your dad with your pops now all right so how's that going i'm gonna answer the second one first my pop like, and my pops was always my best friend. You know what I'm saying? It was just a point where we had a little rough patch. But you know what I'm saying? Relationships happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Things happen like that where, you know what I'm saying, misunderstandings happen and a lot of pride. You know what I'm saying? So as a young man, you got the pride where you just want to apply it. You think you know everything. You know what I'm saying? So you, you're not really trying to listen to the old heads. And I know when my man King was talking earlier, like, I understand what you're saying. Like, it's, it's, it's about how you deliver the message, not necessarily the message as well. Sometimes when you're a young boy, you don't want to, you don't want to hear certain things, certain ways. You know what I'm saying? So it was, it was interesting to see like the repair, you know what I'm saying? We, you know what I'm saying? And we, we, ain't, we ain't really like talk about it. It was kind of like, yeah, what's up, bro? Like, you know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. Like, you know how guys are, but you know what I'm saying? Like, right now, yeah. me and my pops is, like, closer than ever. You know what I'm saying? Like, my pops literally just taught me how to start my own business. And, you know what I'm saying? We we really, like, chopping it up. And we we, we talking more than we, we ever did. And my pops is always, like, one of my biggest supporters in my music, too. Like, like from way back. Like, when I was first starting off. Like, and that's what really gave me, like, that, that boost to actually believe in myself. When I was, like, my pops, like, my music. My pops like my lyrics, like that's crazy because my pops is a hip hop head. You know what I'm saying? So when I got that stamp of approval, it was kind of like, all right, fuck what y'all y'all think about me because like I somebody that actually like like music, like my stuff, whether it's my pops or not. You know what I'm saying? Like it was still like that that boost of confidence that I needed to actually take myself seriously. You know what I'm saying? But as far as the movie goes, like I took away from the movie, like not every father and son relationship is perfect. You know what I'm saying? And and as a son, you got to understand, like, especially if you're your dad's only child, 
that nigga, you gotta understand, he's not perfect, and he don't, he's he still learning how to be a father because you were his first child. You know what I'm saying? So especially if he was in prison for my developmental years, you know what I'm saying? That was kind of something that we both had to, we had to learn each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, who is this person that, you know what I'm saying, has been, that, that I'm related to, that's my family, but has been apart for so many years, and they have developed into their own person. So it was like we kind of had to learn each other and each other's, like, bad habits and stuff. Now I got a question for Ray Kim. What's up, what made you want to choose that uh, that avatar? <laughs> so that was yeah. based off. So, bro, when I made that avatar, I was like 17 or 16, bro. That was my fashion sense at the time. <laughs> just like a paper boy? <laughs> From the 1960s? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. I'm sorry, that's yeah, why you, bro. Why so you I... always coming at his fashion sense, right? Nook, why you always coming in? No, no, I never forget. No, wait, do you remember that time I came to Marvin's? Because I said, Marvin, why you got the Shawn Michael boots on, bro? He had the red. Oh, my God. Yeah, you Yo, Ricky, so like, Marvin was just trying to have a good time. Yo, Marvin looks like J.I.D. Let's be real. He looks wow. like J.I.D. Wow. No, he doesn't. Yeah. No, he did I, that I think, night. I think Marvin, no, no, Marvin like a chipmunk to me. <laughs> like Marvin, like a chipmunk with a goatee. <laughs> Honestly, if I had to compare Marvin to like a rapper, bro, he probably looks like Pierre Bourne, bro. Wow, he got the hair, same haircut, <laughs> and nothing wrong with looking like mm. Pierre Bourne. Pierre Bourne's dope. Yeah, he got good fashion. He even dresses like wow. Marvin. Did you say um, Marvin looks like Pierre Bourne? He does. I've never seen what Pierre Bourne looks like though. That is that bad? Because I most of these rappers, I, don't I feel like you don't like. know what most rappers look like until you until you see them. Like unless you're a real fan. It's a lot of people that make a lot of music where you don't even have to see what they look like. You know what I'm saying? Like you could just you could just mm. tell his ass. <laughs> you could just tell. No, Marv does not look like Pierre Bourne. No, he does not look. Like, I'm looking at it now. <laughs> he looks like Pierre more than Jid, nigga. Jid? No, he looks like a, a Summer Walker's boyfriend. I was gonna say Jid looks like a little. Yo. I was about to say something. Yo. <laughs> so break him. I have a question. Damn, I wish Charles was What's here. What's the question, bro? So, so about. Did you, yeah, did, did, you, did you see Doja's uh, apology? I did. It was very insane. Yo, it definitely I, I, was. Uh, <laughs> yo, t- I don't buy that shit, bro. bro. It was tight because I had to take a PR <laughs> class. And tell me how the first thing they teach you about PR public relations is don't fuck up. And if you do fuck up, form a better apology. Her apology looked like some shit that she like she wrote to her boyfriend, yo. her ex boyfriend from like seventh grade. See, my thing is, <laughs> bro, like, she, she, hey, you're sorry. That shit and like yo yo she turned the comments off before that shit even yo yo she turned the comments off before she even posted that shit bro <laughs> no cap like bro. yo that shit was ass like yo that like I I wasn't expecting no no thought out I really care for it like this this conversation for me I feel like it it's just like yo you 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 just fucked up and you fucked up so bad that your your apology Her manager's black oh man um. It fucks me yeah, up. I met, that her, was... I met her manager. Her manager is beautiful. Her manager is beautiful as hell. And I'm like, looking back, I'm like, so you mean to tell me when we took that picture together, she was calling me all types of niggers? Hey, yo. I'm, I'm really. Hey, afraid. yo. Like, I'm, yeah. my, I'm, really, <laughs> I'm really afraid to who I stand now. Like, I'm afraid to stand people mm. now. Because, like, mm. I, I, I can stand Smino. Like, and, yeah. and Smino could be like, watch. Mm. 
This is why What's you good? can't stand bro, anybody, I stand bro. I think top, it is bro. too. Exactly, right. You can't stand anybody because you don't know what these people, people on do. Exactly, and then especially not anybody in Hollywood, dog. This shit's crazy. Like, if any, if you're gonna stand somebody, you better stand yeah. yourself. I'm gonna stand my parents. This is this is some real positivity. <laughs> I love my wife. <laughs> Type shit. I'm gonna be real. Coming to Bloomsburg, you notice that like some people really do have family issues. Some people don't have anybody that they look up to. So they look up to white people. Like they look up to like uh, 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 the dude from Microsoft, Bill Gates, or Facebook. If you look, look up, up to, to Bill Gates, then I don't mm-hmm. want to be friends with you because you have no drip. Okay. <laughs> you have no drip. Wow. I don't care. I don't wow. care. <laughs> if you if you're not if you're not using some of the money to apply to the drip, I don't want to talk to you. Bro, Bill Gates doesn't Bro, even know how much ketchup costs. Sad, yes. Bro, Bill, Gates, Bill Gates doesn't know how much ketchup costs. He don't costs. even know how much pizza bites cost. He said it was like twenty dollars. <laughs> like what nigga? <laughs> Come on now. Go. The nigga has been I'm so he's been bucks. rich for so long. He doesn't even understand He's the concept of, of purchasing groceries. <laughs> Man, probably don't wild. eat. Probably don't eat, bro. Listen, bro, I don't wait, wait, hold on, hold on, pause, pause, pause. Being that rich, I don't want bad. no beef with Bill Gates. Let me just say that. No, no beef. No, no Bill no, Gates, no, no, bro. No. We don't want no chewing upon the head top from Bill Gates. <laughs> No, you got an Xbox. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't want them fucking on my, 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 my billing information, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Fuck around, wake up to a thousand dollar cost bro, from, 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 from me, Xbox, bro. dog. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I, I, I got a PS4, but Bill Gates to me, I've been, I've been trying to look into him because there's a book about, well, it's not really a book about him, but there was a book somebody kind of geared towards the fact that you have to put in the work to make everything that you yeah. had. But for his case, this man was born into being rich. I mean, he kind of... Like I mean, man. that's like... I see Bill Gates as like... What... No, nah, I'm not even going to jinx it. I feel like like Bill Gates to me is what... Fucking like... Michael Jordan's son should have been to the basketball. You feel what I'm saying? Like, if you... You start out over if you born If you born <laughs> with the resources to do something great, then of course you're going to do something great. You know what I'm saying? It's... I feel like that's too much pressure, though. But it, some people, like, some people, your, good. Your dad is Michael Jordan. I feel like no, but the nigga like, did play in college too. Jeffrey Jordan, I think he played in college. He just, you know, what I'm saying like, like, bro. And then imagine, imagine niggas you cooking you. Imagine you, imagine you getting crossed over. Yo, I feel like it's pressure if you can't handle it. If like, I understand, I understand what you mean, Chris. I understand what you're saying, but it's like, if you don't got that hustle, you don't got that grit. Then it's cool, like you know what I'm saying. It's not for you, and that's probably what he realized. He was probably getting tired of niggas being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna guard him." That's Jordan, some across that bitch ass nigga over. He's like, "Yo, I'm just trying to play ball." I'm Jeffrey. I'm not Michael. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of like, damn. That's kind of like having an older brother make like MVP, yeah. and they expect yeah. you. To, yeah, they expect you. That's like, uh, uh what the hell? The, the two football brothers. There's like two. Of them. Um, Tim Tebow and then the other bull, mm-hmm. or no. Uh, no, Gronkowski, Rob Gronkowski. Oh, Eli. Yeah, no, Eli. Yeah, yeah, that's like the Manning brother. Yeah, I think they both they both won they both won championships though, right? Or yeah, because Payton beat Payton got a Payton got a couple rings, and then Eli beat um Tom Brady that one time. 
Let me. Just, uh, I think about Steph. And yeah, Seth. yeah. That's why Seth. Seth said mm. he recently said too that he doesn't want to play with Curry, and he had he had multiple opportunities to play with him and probably get a ring too. But he was like, "No, nah, like I'm gonna do it myself," and I respect that. You know what I'm saying? Because you will always be in in, in Steph's shadow. And and honestly, he still is always in Steph and Steph Shadow because they named the nigga Seth, <laughs> like they named him Seth Curry. <laughs> like if your name if your name is separated <laughs> two letters from your brother, of course. If it's identical with the remove of two letters, of course you're gonna be in the nigga Shadow, bro. But back to the mm. Doja situation, I think it's weird because people are trying to equate the fact that her dad left her as a child. And that her mom I think the reason why she has so much pain. Like this. I think this situation, this situation to me is hilarious because y'all see that she don't fuck with niggas, right? What was y'all expecting with the apology? Mm-hmm. No, I think it's the fact that this bitch put a poll saying, "What would you like to see?" P or some shit. She put on a poll the other day about the uh, promoting her and the weekend mm-hmm. doing a remix together. And she was mm-hmm. like, what would you like to see? P or some shit? I'm like, wait, what? Listen, I'm what not I, I'm not one to kink shame nobody, all right? If that's what you like, that's what you like, Nook, okay? But... Race play? <laughs> Race play? Fuck Listen. out of here. You were doing that shit on Tiny Chat. <laughs> yes, buddy. That shit was that shit yeah, was crazy. That shit was yo, <laughs> bro. Yeah. She was like, "Suck my dick, nigga." I was like, "Bro, you're just rolling." Like, she wow. put on the baby voice too. Here it is. It's a pee stored in the polo set in the cheeks for winter and balls. Oopie Kanoopy in my big account. Fuck you, mean. And that's when I was like, "Yeah, this bitch." Is weird. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She kind of yo. He said she kind of weird. Right. Nah, she she on the she she definitely up there. How could you not tell, bro? Her first breakthrough song was Moon. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And don't you for a second no, say that, no. right, Kim? Don't you do that? It was, it was she, so hot. Yeah, those so had those had good music. Like I, I'm not gonna say I was I was no, the biggest saying. fan, but like I, Nick, you know what I'm saying? I was I was I was excited to see her do her thing. But it's like, no damn, bro, like, shit. you, you, this is what, this is what Keith be saying, not all skin folk is kin folk, and this is another example, bro, like, you know what I mean? We gotta stop buying my one drop rule, like, oh, the one drop, the idea, okay, for the one drop rule, the dumbest thing, is, no, she is, she is half black, half white, she's just, she's not even Rashida, she's not even Rashida, wow, Jones. wow. She's not wow. even Rashida Jones. Like she, you could tell she. We we've talked about Rashida Jones before on, and Rashida. She's not Logan from. A, Rashida uh, Jones yeah, is not Logan a good from, a good example, Nook, because we talked about her racial ambiguity on the Office, and I that didn't that still doesn't sit well with me. Like Shardy says, she he really been here playing it for like four seasons. You feel what I'm saying? All right, who do you think we should bring up then? Who do you think we should bring up that's really like light, like that's like that's passing? Because Rashida Jones is the only words I can think. Oh, you can't say Earth the Kid because we could we do Earth. I feel the like kid most people. When you say Earth the Kid, most people would be like who, who? Isma, Isma, Isma. I love yo Isma. Oh my god, damn! Earth the Kid is one of the most. She's one woman. I'm like, damn. She really exposed a lot of like a lot of black men in Hollywood because uh, she said in the interview one time that um. I forgot his name. She said she slept with a, a, one of the biggest names in Hollywood, and he told her, "I can't, I can't fuck with you." 
I can only fuck with white wow. people. And he said, if I if I mess with black, yeah, he said if I mess with black, Harry Belafonte, Harry Belafonte said to her, if I fuck, wow. if I fuck with black, he said if I fuck with black women, I will not succeed at all. Mm. And she goes, huh? And he goes, yeah. He was like, goodbye. Wow. And it's 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 really weird to me because. Eartha Kid is one of those women. Well, she don't take nobody's shit. She was like, "Bet y'all gonna get mad? Y'all gonna get mad at me if I marry a white dude?" So, what? What's the issue? Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. That shit crazy, bro. I, I was actually love, watching a video. I love people. Love um, people who they are. But if you out here saying, "Oh, look at my white queen," or "Oh, look at my 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 dark daddy," I'm like, "Nigga, you're weird. Oh, you are yeah, absolutely yeah. Like weird. weird." When you look at when you focus on dating mm-hmm. someone just on based off their race, <laughs> you know. Cause I, met, I remember I met. I met I, this one guy from Bloomsburg. Um, I remember he told me that he only fucks with white girls because they're generally more submissive than black. That is problematic. And I was like, for so wow. many reasons. That's problematic That's for so. And yeah. then I don't I, know. Like I, I feel like that I don't know, man. Life is just so crazy. And life, it seems, it seems that we are in a position where everything we like is wrong, and there are a million reasons why. But that that bothers me because that that creates this narrative that black like white women aren't getting niggas killed for fucking stepping on their grass and shit. Like stop playing, bro. Hey, white women are white women are one of the most dangerous in this country. If we and that's not the shit on white women. That's not to make them feel bad about themselves, but old. It, it will always be a Emmett Till like situation, always, always, mm-hmm. will always be like that. Mm-hmm. Wait, do y'all know that uh, situation with that nine year old little black boy? The woman said that he uh, he sexually assaulted her, but like, my oh yeah, her. and then the book. He was just trying to get yeah, he yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, his back, his backpack just accidentally bur- here. I heard his backpack accidentally brushed her behind, and she was like, he touched my ass, calling the cops, calling the cops. She made him cry. And then she turned around yeah. after the whole situation. She's like, I'm really scar, sorry for accusing you. Scar that, that nine-year-old young boy. Fuck up. Absolutely. Like, said, Fuck ridiculous. Apology. Ridiculous. Bro, you, they, they flatter themselves, too. Well, that, now, I want to say that. I'm trying to step away from these, these green. But that lady definitely was this a bit too much, bro. So, that shit, that was, uh, was awful. I feel like we grouped up. I feel like we grouped people together because nine out of nine times out of ten there are gonna be some genuine white people. Just like you're gonna meet you know, just like you're gonna meet anybody in the world. You're mm-hmm. gonna meet genuine people. There are gonna uh-huh. be some shitheads. Yeah. You know I mean? It happens. That that ruins the party. Right. But for that but 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 for that to happen nowadays, it's like like I like I said before, it's a distrust. There's so much shit that's happened in the past that we start to distrust black we don't not even black people. We start we start to distrust everybody mm. in the world. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and with that distrust, we we expect, you know, we expect them to like, we expect them to, to say the n word to us, but where when we're at rap concerts, or we expect them to say something out of pocket, like, "Oh yeah, you black people," like, because there's so much distrust yeah. in the past. Yeah, for that, that's just a different, story <laughs> different, for a different day. day. Absolutely. What else has been going on in the world, yo? But... Lana Del Rey. Oh yeah, let's talk about that crumbo, <laughs> <laughs> bro. That whole situation made me laugh because why are you complaining? What are you complaining about and who are you complaining? You feel what I'm saying? Like, bro, she met 
she mad. She's not making enough money. I feel honestly. that. I feel that. Bro, somebody said she makes 1950s type oh, wow. music. Wow. Yes. Her, that's yes. basically her aesthetic. I mean, there's that's people that aesthetic. like that. that. That is her whole aesthetic. It, since the ASAP yeah. Rocky drawing. Yo. Somebody said, you're telling me the lady obsessed with the, with 50s aesthetics and racist, is a racist misogynist? Wow. wow. Like, well, absolutely. Yo, now that you say it, I, I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. That's why. I, Plus, her fits always look like she going to cold. That's, she mentioned when she, when she went on that rant a week ago. It was basically a, <laughs> about a week it ago. Was basically, response to her critics because they feel like she's not as progressive as her contemporaries because they feel like I just even just depending depict how she depicts relationships and just the, the power dynamics in those set relationships. A lot of people, mm-hmm. a lot of women don't really find that appealing. Um, yeah, so, so she can't like, be mad about that. That's like, hold on, hold on. That's like you making, that's like you making a sandwich for somebody and you know they don't like mustard, but you put mad mustard on that shit anyway. <laughs> and you be like, why don't you want this sandwich? <laughs> Bitch, you know I don't like mustard. Imagine in my well, lyrics. The difference is though, Rocky, it's like this. You're not, I'm not telling y'all to eat my mustard sandwich. But can y'all at least respect it as a sandwich? Because it is as much of a sandwich as your mayonnaise sandwich, bro. Like, I can see you, we can respect it. From. We can respect it all we want. That don't mean we got to listen to it and stream okay. that shit. And, bro, I don't think she was asking for that, bro. I don't think she was asking for listen Because Lana has a good, sizable fan base, too, mm. bro. Like, she's I'm not saying well she don't. She, she, got her, world. she got her flowers in the alt, bro. You know what I'm saying? She definitely... If your fan base and you're following in your genre, you can't come for X, Y, her coming for Beyonce and Doja Cat and Ariana, those are trans gen, those are trans genres, bro. Those are two different things. That's like me. Being, I don't know. That's like me as a rapper being like, "Yo, why don't y'all country niggas wanna respect my rap music?" Just because it's not for them. It's not for them to understand. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Maybe if I read it differently, but it wasn't like okay. Her examples, her name dropping was unnecessary. I feel like if she didn't do that, no, 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 no. I, I'm not. Easier. I'm not mad about the name dropping. I respect the name dropping. This is my thing. You name drop the wrong people. These are not your competition because y'all they make two different music than you do. If you, if anything, you should That's be true. you should be coming for the alternative pop people that that are I don't know you you fear taking your spot. The reason why it's going number one is because people want it. There's an audience for it and people are listening to it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, uh, yeah. I, I guess like. I, it's really complicated because I feel like she does make a fair point. It's kind of like if a rapper said, y'all critique me um, because I'm not making the same lyrical content as, say, a Jay-Z or a Drake. You know, like, I'm not as focused as being a superstar. So it's like, don't make me, don't peg me down. Don't peg me as less of a, of a lesser than rapper because I'm not as I'm not the same as other rappers in All right, genre. so let me let me let me give I, you I, I let me that. give you another analogy since you want to talk about rap. That's like yeah. that's like gonna being like, yo, I don't know why y'all niggas keep comparing me to Jid, J. Cole, Kevin, and I don't make the same type of music as them. I make my my, my mumble trap shit. 
he not saying that because, bro, like you have your fan base. If you're trying to if you attack other people's fan bases, it's like at least stay in your genre. At least stay in your genre of music. I mean, to me, bro, I don't, th- I don't think I don't she's attacking she's the woman at all, bro. I think it's, 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 to me, it's kind of like this. It's kind of like since we, we we talked about siblings earlier and just being in someone's shadow, right? Mm. It's like say you're talking to your mom, right? And you know you notice how she puts your older sibling on this huge pedestal. To me, Lionel's basically saying, "I'm not that sibling. I'm not that older sibling." So don't right. expect me to be like that. That's what I got away from. I, I feel like it was so... The problem with what she said was that it was just so random. And it, and it mm. just came at... at it, it was so random, and it was so random to attack the people that she did. And it, it, and it may seem like attacking because, bro, she literally just wrote this shit on a piece of paper. Like, if you if it was that deep to you, you would have made a video about it. You could have asked a fucking journalist to interview about it, say how you really felt about it. But it's like, bro, you just doing this to cause chaos. She could have went on this. Absolutely, bro. Know, See, I'm telling you, bro. It would have. Like it would have been. Remember, remember when? Remember in NWA when when um I when that boy interviewed Ice Cube and he was talking like she could have did that. He'll come to my crib. Like, as you know, what I'm saying, I got some shit on my mind that I want to talk about, but no, she just she just went on the gram and, and did her thing, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you you name dropping people that that don't even make this, that don't even have the same social clout, social reach as you. You feel what I'm saying? For the record, if, if Lana wants to interview, come hit me up. I guess, I guess. <laughs> plug that in. Plug that in. Absolutely. Yo, drill her ass. Drill her ass, bro. <laughs> drill her yeah. ass. I don't know. I got a question I, for her. I, I see what y'all are I, saying, I, I, but she she didn't she didn't drop soccer mommy. She didn't she didn't drop soccer mommy. She didn't drop anybody else. All right, so let me let me let me try to let me try it again. She, she, this is like a point guard being like, "Yo, listen, I I be I'm doing my point guard shit. Why does shooting guard and all these small forwards getting all the clout when I'm doing my point guard shit?" <laughs> But it's like, bro, you're a point guard. Stay in your point guard category. You can face the critiques of the point guard and the point guard's job. Stop worrying about bro, what the center is doing and the other other positions because it's not your job. Could I wait? Wait, I'm looking at it right now. Could I read it one more time just to see? Because like I see where you're coming from, Rocky, but I don't really know if it came. Like, I don't think she was attacking them, bro, or even comparing herself to them in that sense. Like she's bro, not saying no. She I'm just saying, like she doing my thing. No, I'm gonna be real. My opinion, she was trying to, I guess, make it seem as if her music was so taboo because she heard from somebody putting her putting her music down. I don't think her music is taboo. She just felt like as if somebody told her. No, she did say in the note that somebody said that she's, I guess, turning back the time for women. Like she's making them step back for her lyrics. Which who the hell told her that? I I like, who, who I, that? I don't know honestly because I I've never heard any. I've I've heard many critiques from Lana Del Rey. But it was more so about just the music itself. It wasn't really about her content. Mm. I never heard anything. Was it needle drop? Um, so I don't. What, I don't know. Was it Sean Because like her music is not taboo. Like her music is basically just white girls wow. having clothes shopping around. And shit. Wow. Like, that's how. That's how I see Lana Del Rey. I think. Like her music to me. It's more so just music critics. It's more so music critics. Or like, I could see. Some feminists having an issue with her lyrical content and her just what she depicts in her music videos, mm-hmm. but like you said, Chris, she is her music is pretty socially acceptable. Like, 
for the most part. Like, I've never really heard any bad things about Lana yeah. Del Rey. If anything, I've always heard praises I about her. She mm. definitely got her flowers yeah, over the years. Yeah, I, so who the hell is telling her, her music is taboo or upset when they're Because if not, she should have had that same energy like she told Azalea. Maybe she just did. Maybe she just oh, created this herself. You know what I'm saying? Like, because she did, she, she did promote her album at the end of her rant, so maybe uh, that was just promoting it. <laughs> she did promote it. Sorry, Co- sorry. Oh, wow. you, saw, you saw Coy Lorraine? Coy Lorraine said, Rico, I make better music than you. And Rico said, word, that's how you feel? She said, make sure you do your next album drop. If not, I'm going to laugh at you. Wait, say that again? Say that now again? Now that you bring that up. Wait. Rico said... Rico nasty? Coy Lorraine said... Coy Lorraine. <laughs> Yeah, Corey told she told Rico on Twitter. She said, "My music, my music is better than you. I dress better than you. I'm better mm. than you all around." Rico said, "That's funny." She's like, "That's funny that you think that." She said, "But um, make sure this." She's like, "Make sure this song that you got dropping out is That's hot. true. If not, I'm laugh at you. That's true. It's gonna be worthless. Because hey, because you won't because you gonna be for somebody and then you are gonna put out a song and if it's mid, yeah, yeah that's true. Niggas gonna clown you. Niggas gonna clown you, bro. I, I will clown you. <laughs> hey, yo. Rico. Rico Rico said you got yo. Rico said you got big because your big ass teeth. That shit heavy pride. She said, "How you get big from sucking dick with your big ass teeth?" That's Who is so, wait, wait, what? Who is this? So for those of you that don't know, Koi Lorray, I guess I I know her because of Trippy Red because that's Trippy Red. Oh my gosh, I know Koi Lorray. Like, yeah, know that bitch. Yeah. yeah, she told Rico nasty. She said she told Rico nasty on Twitter, "My music is better than." You. I dress better than you. I'm better than you altogether. Rico Nasty was like, first of all, you got famous because your big ass teeth. Mm-hmm. What? And then she was like, yo, when I see you, whatever, whatever, you already know what's going on. Rico said, wow. She was like, that's how you feel? She was like, make sure this album or song you got, whatever, that's dropping next. Make sure it's hot. If not, because mm-hmm. you. you're doing all this bitch. <laughs> and that, that's when I realized. Yo, out of really pocket. Niggas is going yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, D great boredom. Like, see anything out of boredom? Bro, but wait, Drake, what were you about to say? say jumping... Yeah, I was about to say jumping back to the Lana Del Rey thing. Now that you mentioned that she she shouted out her album at the end of her rant, it just sounds like a PR stunt, mm. name dropping such big people. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, like for what? She named Rihanna. So Honestly, bro, if she... that's like a rapping. That's like somebody rapping, name dropping. I'm better than Tory Lanez, Drake, and, yeah. and Jada Kiss. Like, and then that's just you just trying to get some, some Takashi type shit. I mean, I see what y'all yeah. saying, but when it comes to the comparison, I don't think she's saying that she's Jada better Kiss. than them. Those women, I think she's saying she deserves to be recognized. She doesn't. She's just as much of a feminist as a Doja Cat or a Cardi B. Just because they have different content and Cardi B and Doja Cat focus more so See, on bravado this is my and thing. empowerment. No, she... she wait, who are we talking about now? Lana. She claims not to be. She said... Which I thought was so fucking stupid. If you see... Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, she said... <laughs> and which I thought was... What I, which I thought was hilarious in this conversation because it's like... Well, I thought nobody, she said she's not, not a feminist. It's like nobody's asking you to make nobody's asking you to change the type of music that you make your problem is you're mad that the kind of music you make isn't going number one when that's not what the that's not what the vibe is right now niggas is sad already they don't want to be even more sad yeah <laughs> which i which i get i guess um <laughs> i don't know i 
I definitely see what you're saying. Like, but I feel like Lana Ray knows for sure that like her music's not gonna just based off her sound alone is not as accessible as say a Billie Eilish. Mm. She should have also mentioned Billie Eilish or a Dua Lipa, someone that like you said, Rocky, that's in her scene. They're in her lane, pop absolutely. Mm-hmm. Should have mentioned that. <laughs> no, wait, what kind of music? What what kind of music does Lana Del Rey even? Yeah, it's alternative pop music. So that's my first question. Okay. So, wouldn't Soccer Mommy be Soccer Mommy is kind of like that if you think about it? No, I don't even know who you're talking about. No, I don't. Soccer, y'all, they can't listen to Soccer Mommy. Just like people. Yo, y'all heard what she said? I mean, he didn't put Dave Chappelle? (laughs) Yeah, bro. She said, I'm going to ruin this man's marriage because he's not backing me up. Nigga, why am I backing you up? True, true. I doubt you are the great. I mean, I can I don't see Dave Chappelle sleeping with Zelia Banks, but if that is the case, um, I don't really know. Like, first of all, why would I be backing up, backing you up? Like Rocky said earlier, if you was just I love Dave Chappelle, but I'm not a stand. I don't really care what he does outside. I I respect Dave Chappelle for for a lot a lot of reasons. I respect him for a lot of the things he do, but I Mm -hmm. I personally I just don't believe in standing in people because. Like I have a life, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I don't. I'm not yeah, a I'm not really stand for no one. Yeah, I have things to do. I mean, I won't, you know I, the only person I think I, I'm not. I'm gonna, I like. Snoop, I think we got to remember yeah, where the like word "stand" like comes from. The Eminem song and what happened in that bit, in that He's song. Gonna march me yeah. Shout yeah. out to Dildo, by the way. Shout out to Dildo. I, I think as uh-huh. like eight, eight, yo, eight and nine year old kids <laughs> watching that video, Nick, that shit left me scarred. Oh my god, I never forget yo. that too. I'm gonna be honest though, Dildo definitely did her thing on that track, bro. Nigga, did you, did, yo, hold on, did you just say <laughs> Dildo? <laughs> yeah, that's her name, right? Dildo. No, it's Ditto. It's Ditto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Nah, nigga, you, you just wanted to say dildo, though, nigga. Heard. Stop playing. And yo, what dildo, else? What else has been going on? Track. What else is going on? Fiona, Fiona Applegate. I just dropped that. Fiona Applegate. Oh, Fiona. Fiona Applegate. Fiona Applebone. I haven't checked out her album yeah. yet, but yo, I heard good things so far. All right, I'm gonna be real. This is unpopular what? opinion, but. I don't care about these Instagram lives anymore. I don't give a no, fuck. No, I never care. I, I don't care about Jagged Edge and One Twelve going. Nigga, unless y'all making music again, I'm, I don't care. All right, so I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. What what artist, <laughs> what artist Bro, would you like to go see live? Let's ask, let's ask that question. And do what like versus uh, battle perform. perform a song live? Performing. Who who what artist would you like to see perform? Performance. Just perform. I like to see Tyler perform. I think we talked about Tyler. Say. I'm gonna, Yo. I'm gonna say Mac. Mac. Oh, oh! I didn't know you, you could bring back the day. You could say anybody, nigga. Mac anybody. Miller. Mac Miller. Then. I'm gonna say Young Thug because so much fun, so much fun. Oh my god. By Young Thug. So much fun right now. All right, let me ask y'all a question. So is, Who yes. is an artist that you fucked with at, in high school that never that never grew like that 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 it's never Hobson. blew off? Hobson. They never popped Hobson. off the way that you uh-huh. thought they would. Whoa. Yeah, Hobson. Oh, man. I thought Hobson was going to be way bigger. I think y'all discrediting Hobson whoa, 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 and all this whoa, whoa, shit that he's whoa, whoa, done, whoa, whoa, first whoa, whoa, of all. 
No, that nigga no, 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 no. didn't First grow artistically either, man. I'm not saying artistically though. I'm saying like I'm saying like commercially. Like, you saying just commercially? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna like, say this. this. Yeah, I, I thought, and I, I'm not, I'm not discrediting him because I still fuck with him. But I thought, I thought, no, I'm not talking no, about. I still my, fuck I'm with him. This is my person. Kyle would have been bigger than what he is now. You talking about super duper Kyle? Yeah, another one. Mm. Yeah, I thought Vic Mensa was gonna blow up. Oh, Vic Mensa fucked his own back up. Vic Mensa mm. fucked his own back <laughs> he up. He did. That nigga fucked yeah, him up, bro. When he when he started when he started beefing with Chance, bro. Nah, that shit was done. I don't even think it was that. I think it was a combination nah, of multiple things chance. that fucked him up. For one, bro, because he had he the tried best. different sounds. No, that, I don't sound. think that fucked him up. I think I think yeah, he bro. tried too many sounds and wasn't consistent that, exactly. with the sounds. He wasn't consistent with them because, like, yo, that shit was hot. That shit was hot. That, that was, was great. Good. That was a that great was, track. That was a good. Shit. Listen, listen, listen. Orange Soda. That was a good Vic Mensa era. Okay, that yeah. was good. But internet tape. That shit was amazing. You know what I'm saying? He flopped but, with me, man. No, he didn't. 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 That was his first commercial successful single. That was the. That was the foot in the door. To make other things, you feel what I'm saying? But he just—he—he yeah, he just he, he stifled his growth when he started doing all this other shit. And I mean, he did that song with Ty Dolla. That out that that song with Ty Dolla sounds that shit was hot. Liquor, liquor, um, liquor locker. Mm. That shit was hot. Oh, oh yeah, liquor locker. Yeah, liquor. Oh my gosh, yeah, liquor locker, liquor locker, liquor. Locker. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this nigga is trying so hard. Why he sound like commercial. Michael Scott? Why he sound like? No, that shit was hot though. Chill, I fuck with Bro. liquor locker. Late night calls, no, feelings like fade. <laughs> Bro, what he had said on there, yo, what he had said, I was like, oh shit. Yo, I've never heard Sid. Sid the kid? I love Sid, man. It's my nigga. Yes. Sid was on there, but but the song itself was just not that great. When she hopped on her to do the full chorus, I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And then Vic was like, he Vic is, I think Vic is just so guy, fucking yeah. boring. But wait, Dre, who else are you about to say though? Besides Hobson? No, Vic talk chance. Oh, um, I, I was gonna say Hobson is a really good example of someone I used to listen to and don't really anymore. Um, no, here's info back rap rap. I would say, I would say Oh, oh I stop playing. I stop playing, bro. Jake, I thought McJay was gonna be yeah, big by now. Because, bro, McJenkins is hot. But and this, I feel like he should be way hot. more. When I first heard McJenkins, I knew that this is not a nigga that everybody is going to listen to. You know what I'm saying? The type of music that he makes and the shit what? he's saying. Yeah. Niggas, no wonder, they don't want to listen to shit like that. But, but McJenkins is... Oh. But McJenkins is... But not... And, and niggas though. still don't like... Kendrick vibe, is not? I, if anything, I'm going to say this. Cool, honestly. It is. Mick Jenkins, I feel like is on this is 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 one of the people in our generation, the next generation, the people that's on that level of lyricism and and musical talent. musical musical talent. You feel what I'm saying? Like yo, Mick Jenkins is always pushing the envelope for what he what he decides to make, and it's never the same like rapidy rap rap shit. It's always he always switching his sound up musically. 
and lyrically. Like, um, <laughs> fucking... Exactly. Carefree, that shit was a banger. Like us, that shit was a banger, bro. Hold on, wait, hold on. Okay, I can agree with you that he does experiment with different sounds. But in terms of topics, bro, he hasn't changed up his topics. Because, nigga, it's, we still going through the same <laughs> shit. We still I'm going through the same shit, I'm not even just racism, institutionalized racism. That's totally fine. Talk about that shit. This other thing, bro. He just basically besides that, besides the more conscious topic, he just basically talk about him being better than niggas. Cause, like, bro, Mick Jenkins just is better. Bro, Mick Jenkins is better than a lot of niggas, bro. A lot of niggas, bro. Like, 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 when you alright, so, this my That's thing. When it, I, I like using analogies, but like, yo, rap and hip, rap and basketball, they're like the same thing. Like people, like rappers and basketball players no, are the same bro. thing, bro. Mick Jenkins to rap me, is not a sport. It bro. is, it is, bro. It's the, this the that's the beauty about hip hop. It's both. It's it's literally both, bro. It's it's a it's an art and a sport. It's an art and a sport, bro. It's like it's the competition mixed with the art. It makes for a beautiful sport. It's a beautiful. It's one of my favorite sports to play. Mick Jenkins to me is like Mick Jenkins to me is like John Morant. You feel what I'm saying? Like he's one of them new cats. Mm-hmm. Shit up, but they're not gonna give him his flowers because he's still a young cat. You feel what I'm saying? Or maybe not like John Moran. Maybe he's like, maybe I don't know. I- I'm gonna say John Moran for right now. I feel like I don't know, bro. I think Mick Jenkins did get his credit. Like Dre, I also thought he was gonna be bigger because one, bro. If you like, I remember his sound in the Waters era. It was very mm-hmm. it fit mm-hmm. in with yeah. what was popular in the mainstream mainstream hip hop. It was very because you got to look at what was going on. You got to look at what, what what type of music was popular at the time. That was the time when Chance was popping off, mixtape Chance was popping off, mixtape Gambino was popping That's off. That's what I'm saying. Logic he was fit popping in off quite well. Dizzy Wright was popping off. Like yo, you look look at the music of the time. Like you, it's one thing to compare. An individual success versus the mainstream success of their contemporaries, or or what we assume to be the contemporaries. You can't look at you can't look at Mick Jenkins and then look at Lil TJ and be like, yeah, Lil TJ got more clout than Mick Jenkins. But you know what I'm saying? It's music that they make in two different genres that are are the music is meant for. It. Fair point, but I think mm-hmm. Mick Jenkins had potential to like even just songs like Spread Love. Um, <laughs> Your love. Look, he has like he was. He had a great balance between flows. He had the flows. He had the wordplay. He had the content. He had the choruses. That nigga was very good at writing catchy choruses that were as smart as they were catchy. That's what he had going for him, bro. I remember one time someone was like, "He flows like ASAP Rocky. His voice sounds like Tyler, but he writes like Kendrick. That's yeah. an unstoppable combination, bro." He still has it. You just he still has it. I'm not saying, listen, y'all gotta understand though, the type of music that he make, of course, is gonna be higher powers blocking. Not everybody can receive that type of information and and the world will be seen. You feel what I'm saying? I I just don't think he talking, I don't really think he talking about much. they They wanna keep us dumb, bro. Not even what he be talking about, but also how he talks I mean, about it. Like, um, exactly how. Why are you? Why are you so mad that Mick Jenkins is is is, is confident in himself? I'm not mad at Mick Jenkins for being braggadocious about his skills. That's cool. But I wish Mick Jenkins talked about more things of substance to me. 
Instead of proving interesting to be a, a smart and lyrical nigga, how about you show it? I feel like he has. He has I feel potential. like he's done so in, in his previous projects. He needs to keep doing it. Keep doing it. I mean, I, I guess. I, or do yeah. you need to just go back and listen to The Waters? Bro, I... It's like... Here's the thing. Bro, I've listened to The Waters. I've listened to Healing Component. I listened mm. to his stupid ass The Waves EP. I was, <laughs> I'm gonna listen to all the waves. All the Mae Jenkins discography. Hey, I listened to all of it. Mm-hmm. Bro, he had like two good songs. He had he had. You're, um, this is yo, I'm Andre, mind you. <laughs> same nigga that said apparently by J Cole was a bad song. No, I didn't. No, I said the oh, second no. verse. <laughs> bro, you you're par- you you are misconstruing what I'm saying, bro. Okay, look, okay. whoever's listening, wait, wait, shut up, Chris. Shut All right, up. y'all want my Hold on, I did not say that's anyway. I did. Apparently was a bad song. I said the second verse ruined the song. That's what I said. Wow. It was a great, it was a fantastic song until that second verse hit. So what, alright, give me some specific bars mm. and, and explain to me why I'm they don't go dog. well. Catch up to me, nigga. First of all, <laughs> that was a horrible pun. Catch what, up nigga? To me, that shit was nigga. hot, nigga. That shit was hot. Nigga, anyone could think about that. Anyone could think of that. Bro, hold up. And it made wait, no wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Break him, break him, break him, break him. Slow it down. I just dissed you. He said, I'm a hot dog. Catch, catch up. up. To me, catch up as in catch up the double entendre. I know what he's saying. How, how, what else do you want him to do? What else, bro? Nigga, I want that nigga to stick to the top. Break him, break him, break him, break him. That's like that's like Kobe doing a behind the back 360 dunk, and you'd be like, I don't, I'm not not saying that. That's that is that is that's my best wordplay, but that's wordplay, that's clever. That's clever as but shit. Bro, nigga. it made no sense in the context of the song. He wasn't talking, it wasn't a song about bragging about his skills. It was why, a song about being why, grateful for his life. Why can't you be grateful for life? Why can't you be grateful for life and also be confident in yourself and say that you hide? You can be, but that could be for a different track. Why can't you do right? it on both? If why, why can't you? one topic. You gotta stick with it. To me, that's how I write songs. That is gonna, uh, nah, that is gonna, that's gonna hold you back as an artist. I'm telling you now. Because if you think, if you think it like that, you you basically creating a box for yourself. Not really, bro. It creates discipline. It makes you have to stay on topic. There's no it's like su- writing a paper, bro. There's no such thing as discipline when it comes to music, bro. Because you, as as a musician, your job is to to change and it's to to challenge. Form of what making music is. To an if everybody was making, listen, listen. If everybody made music the normal way, and everybody followed everybody, and everybody followed, it would still be like a hit, a hit to the look. It would still be rapping like that, bro. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, and I'm not saying it has to be. We have to the same thing. Talk about exactly in the first verse and the second verse. Oh, in the second first verse. I'm not saying that. I don't have, it doesn't have to be identical thematically, but it has to be a continuation. It has to develop naturally. It has to make sense logically. I see what we're so like, bro, I, I, I understand so what, what, I understand what your complaint is. I, I get your complaint, but I feel like it, it, it's not, 
it's not that deep in the sense of he did his thing in the first it verse is already. Deep because he presents himself as a deep ass nigga. He presents himself as a writer, right? As a great writer. So nigga, write great bars then. Have All a right, nigga, let me hear you write some great bars. Let me points. let me hear your your, your twenty fourteen four soul drive. Let me get that. Let me get that. <laughs> All right. I'll make the twenty four hill team. I'll make I'll make my own fucking it, <laughs> put your own address in that shit too. All right, y'all want to know? Wait, why? wait, wait, wait. Let me wait. Hold on. Let me yeah, before. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm not done. Wait, hold on. Let me ask Dre one question. Just because like, Rocky <laughs> wants to make analogies. Rocky wants to make analogies now. Um, look, bro. I'm that's like Kendrick, right? You know, mm-hmm. remember Black and the Berry? Mm-hmm. That's like Kendrick talking about police brutality in the first verse, and the second verse he's just talking about fucking bitches in the club. That don't How don't that, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't no. don't take it and do the extreme. You 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 taking the, the taking no. this and, and going to the extreme with it, bro. That's How? not what he How? did. How? Like you said, my guy, he made a song about being grateful. If I make a song about being grateful, you could see the correlation between him being grateful and then him saying being confident in his skills and what he's done with his career. It's kind of I, I see it as a, I see it as a, reach, I see it as, but, a, as uh, one of them bars where you reflecting on on the, on, the, on the heist that's done. You see you see what I'm saying? No, nigga, it wasn't like that. It wasn't <laughs> like that. I can read the lyrics right now, bro. I can. Hey, read. It made he just had all right. Matter of fact, things to go, say. keep going, keep going because you 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 started the first bar. He said, "I'm hot dog, catch up to he me." Said, another day, another rhyme, ho. Mm-hmm. Another day, another time mm-hmm. zone. Today I woke up feeling horny, so it's only right I got two bitches playing on my mm-hmm. trombone. Keep up. The Never sure where the words could take me. Niggas eat them up and the girls that take me. Shit, Trump tight never slurred lately. Give her urge and a give the virgin an urge please. to wait for nigga, please. My best friend should be nigga. Bro, you're a hater. You're a hater, bro. That is that I'm is, not that, a hater, that is that is bro. lyrical acrobats right there. He didn't but it wasn't appropriate for the song, bro. That's like when Eminem did that 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 um Eminem did the remix for the weekend, the Hills song. He did? He's like, I'm, you see, like a mic check. I got, <laughs> I got a dark side, like a mic check. He got one, two. I think I, think I, I was like, what go. the fuck does that have to do with the I think I might have to go about. listen to that because that shit sounds hilarious. That was fuck. He said, my man said, you see, I got a dark side, but like a mic check, you got a, you got one, two. That's so fucking stupid. But, um, <laughs> like, really? One, two? I, um, I'm, Kind of hey. we're we're in a time where people are are que- not not questioning Eminem's legacy, but they're just questioning the type like the content that he makes. Because for a long time, Eminem has posted off off alone. Like this is Eminem's project. Listen to this. Exactly. Shit. He still is coasting. You know what I'm saying? Fire. A lot of this shit he be legacy because I, I I fuck with Eminem, but. A lot of the shit he's saying is he doesn't say shit. You know what I'm saying? The Bodega Boys they started calling him out on that shit because it's the truth, bro. If you listen to a lot of Eminem shit, it, 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 if he dropped a lot of the shit he dropped before now, it would not go. It would it would flop. Simply because, oh, simply because of the progressiveness, but simply just because of the content alone and like you know what I'm saying, the shit he was doing. Yeah. 
I mean, to be real, his new stuff isn't really as No, it's as not. Crazy. It's just lyrical miracle bullshit. Do you think that I'm a lyrical miracle spiritual miracle 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 too? Yeah, it is a lot of that. I dropped my hot, I dropped my hot coffee. I'm about to drop Dude, I don't coffee, even know Do you think that? <laughs> do you think that Eminem is in like the the stage of Jordan's uh, career when he was on the Wizards? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He is on the, you, know, you see why you see, you, see why, you see why three stacks left. Nigga, he's like Magic Johnson. Wow. Who's <laughs> 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 horrible, Joe? Uh, this thing got no picks. Ray Kim got no picks, yo. <laughs> this thing got no picks, bro. <laughs> I look I look at it this way. You got you have to leave when your time when your time in the in the rec room. <laughs> he left at a good time. He left at a time where he was like, "I know, I'm, I know, I'm not, I'm not ready right now." But I don't think I. I mean, I love Andre 3000. I want to minimize his anxiety because I get it. I have imposter syndrome myself. I can definitely understand. I think a lot of people do, but it's just like Bro, Andre. He did one verse. He did. He, Bro, he came Andre back. has been so consistent. I feel like if any old timer. Can still fit in with his generation and still make quality music. It'll be him. Yeah, that's true. He's so versatile. He's probably the best rapper to me in terms of just talent. Probably most talented rapper to ever grace the mic, in my I mean, opinion. The last, the last feature. I mean, he was on a featured song a couple years ago. Bro, this like nigga made a jazz album. This man like was on year. a. The... It was a great album. Did he really? Great time. Of course, you would know that, Ray Kim. He was on. A... He was on Divine Council. I'm an Andre fan. What? Yo, he was on. He was on. Yeah, he was yeah, on Divine Council. Oh yeah, December. December. I remember he. And then they broke up. He was also yeah, on that song with Frank. Yeah. He did that song with Drake too, and Lil Wayne. That was hot. I think it's crazy because. Um, yeah. Who Who is the rapper right now that that you that you want to hear from that you haven't heard from in a long time? I was gonna say something. <laughs> uh, hey yo, get the fuck out of the group chat. Yo, get out, get out. That wasn't funny. You want punishment? You want punishment, nigga? That wasn't funny, bro. Hey yo, hey yo, that's not funny. It's not funny because I did. I didn't really. I feel bad for not enjoying the the new album that they dropped. I feel like I wasn't. I'm not in a situation where I could... I'm not in a position where I could fully... Y'all niggas is still laughing about this shit, bro. It's not funny, bro. <laughs> this shit not funny. <laughs> it's not all right, all right. Y'all done? Y'all done, children? Yeah, we're y'all, done, Y'all going to hell. Y'all going to hell. It's a special place in hell for that joke for you, Ray Kim. Okay. I'll meet him there, man. I'll meet Max there. Why you? Why you think he going there? <laughs> make some music together. Yo, young niggas. That's one. Yo, I, 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 I hope. I hope we're not laughing at that. But I'm laughing. I'm laughing because the way he said it. Wow. It was so vir- It was such a virgin wow. way of saying it, though. I was he basically laughing. said you get no bitches, yo. It was such a virgin way. Shut up, man. I, don't, I, I know. <laughs> um... He said, I know I do. See, that's the energy you got to have. <laughs> that's the energy you got to have, bro. Mm-hmm. But, um, nah, but wait, what was you saying, saying about Max last I didn't really get to enjoy it the way that I wanted to because I wasn't in a position to listen to it. Like, a lot of music that comes out, I don't really – I take my time listening to it. Like, 
actually going on. Mm-hmm. But like, I just feel like ah, it wasn't him. Enjoy it the way I wanted it to. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel you. I guess like what kind of helped me listen, made it easy for me to listen to it was because like they said that by the time he passed, he was eighty percent, eighty five percent finished with the album. Wow! So we had to attend on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a few touches that John Bryan. Shout out to John Bryan. He's a phenomenal um, producer. Produced a lot of soundtrack scores over the years, like a lot of film scores over the years that were fantastic. Eternal Sunshine is one of them. But yeah, like. John Bryan did like a little bit, and that's how the album was completed. But I would say personally, that's actually my favorite Mac Miller album ever. To be honest, wow, for real. I think it's so good. Nah, it's not for me. It's not for me, <laughs> it's not for me bro. Um, bro, it's more of fault. I I think it's the fact that he did he did <clears throat> maybe there maybe there's features on there. Maybe there's only had, he only features. had one feature in the entire album. I feel- Mac only had one nigga. I feel like I feel like Thundercat. I thought Thundercat. I was. Be I, f- I thought Thundercat. Was yeah. Be I thought Anderson Pop was gonna be on it. Honestly, I was expecting because those are his, or Ty Dolla Sign because those are his frequent collaborators. Well, yeah. those were his frequent collaborators. Mm-hmm. But yeah. um, Thundercat, Ty Dolla Sign, No Najima. I can't stand. I think, I think it was because like you know Mac had passed. So I only. I think he would have had those features if he had passed and dropped it as planned, but. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it's no way. It's no I way for us like, to know. Uh, of course, we can only predict or assume. But I don't know. I liked. I liked it. Um, I felt like his voice is not for everyone. It's kind of jarring. Yeah, but I feel yeah. like it was very soulful. Um, as honestly, bro, it's not even a rap album. It's not a folk album. Keep it a beam with you. Yeah, bro. like it was. Um, it was a. It was a little too poppy for me. In the beginning, to, it was to get singing. into it, like it was very Beatles. It kind of reminded me of the but, Beatles for some songs, like "Everybody," "That's on Me," like yeah, very yeah. old. Sounds very old school to me, mm-hmm. and I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Um, wait, hold on. Wait, what'd you, you say, bro? You and I are both. What's up, bro? Have a question for Rocky. You and I are both. You and I are both wait, what? fans. Wait, what? Wait, nigga, say that again. We're both, we're both. Oh yeah, uh-huh. we're both father fans. Like we're we're fans <laughs> of father. And I was gonna say, I think he to answer your question before, he is definitely one of those rappers in high school that he just doesn't make sense that. anymore. And that's because he's not on drugs anymore. But he's one of them dudes where he he's trying to experiment. He's trying to sound like. Like auto tune now. I, I I'm not gonna lie though. I, I liked it. I enjoyed. I enjoyed the I last project that he dropped. I was a big fan of Iceberg. Um, hold mm. on. that shit was hot. That shit go hard. Like, I got a way to get us all paid. Yo, that shit. That shit go tough, bro. Like, it's a lot of people that try to do the auto tune shit, but Father is definitely one of those people that that I could say has done it fully, but has done it has found a way to do it and not. Auto tune and sound terrible doing it. It's like Travis Scott. No, no offense. I was gonna say Tink. Yo, I think so. I love Travis, but um, wait. So off that, off that, off the project, husband. My favorite songs are Joe Star, Hexes, Iceman. No, nigga, the whole thing was hot. The whole thing was hot. A lot of your plate was tough. Allowing your plate was tough. Family function with Zach Fox. That shit was hot. 
Like, the whole project was tough. The whole thing was tough. Okay, yeah. yeah I'm trying to do a video like that. That shit was hot. The video was fun. It looked, mm. it looked really cool. But, yo, if there's an artist I would I would love to hear right now, it's got to be. Ooh, yes. Georgia Bench oh, goes. She dropped that um, Be Honest, and then she went ghost again. Mm. Like, I was listening to her song the other Can day. We, and I was like, yeah, y'all want to talk about the, the over fetishization of Georgia or not? Nah, it's too deep. That's too deep for right now. Go ahead, bro. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I don't see that too much. I, I, I see like OG. She's like she's bro, bro, niggas be like, like yo, yo, I seen, yo, I, maybe it's just because it's Twitter, but I see somebody say, I see somebody, it was a meme of like, you seen that movie, um, Stand By Me, when the boy was crawling through the shitty, um, mm-hmm. the shitty sewer type tunnels. Boy was like, this is me crawling <laughs> through Georgia Smith's um, <laughs> me crawling through Georgia Smith sewer system so I can see her use the bathroom. I'm like, yo, y'all niggas just drawing, bro. Like, <laughs> wow, like, bro. <laughs> yo, her dad. Exactly, bro. Niggas is nasty, bro. Too. Niggas is nasty, and and I definitely think it's because she light skin and foreign, bro. I see, I see so funny. It's the fact that she's light skin yeah. and foreign, and the fact that. Niggas is weird. I'm sorry. If she Ooh. didn't look like what she looked like, Ooh. nobody would be mad. So, no wait, what'd you say, Chris? There would be no... If she wasn't lace-skinned or foreign, there would be no... Yeah. Well, wait, what makes you think that nah, she's, she's being now. fetishizing? Because, bro, she being attention is, bro, attraction. tell you, you gotta see what the fuck... You gotta see... Bro. This is my thing. I, I, I'm a sociologist. I don't got no degree in sociology, but mm-hmm. I, I'm a sociologist, nigga. So you gotta see, and I, I see, <laughs> I see, I see like I Twitter degree, and on social medias. I see that as like online interaction, and it's like on you see sociology firsthand by how people interact with each other and how they talk with each other. So you gotta see the fucking the just how people talk about Georgia Smith and all the dirty things they say about her and what they'll do to her on online. It's kind of gross. Because, <laughs> like, yo, it's never going to happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Honestly, I think that's kind of just the sad reality of being I mean, attractive. It is one. Being a female artist in general, like, you're going to have a lot of creepy fans that say things like, oh, I want to mm. take a sip of her bath mm. water. Like, it's really creepy wait, shit like wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask y'all this question. I've heard it. It's how? Worse. What's the? What do y'all think is the difference between how people treat Georgia versus how they treat Ari Lennox? Ooh. Uh, uh, uh. All right, I'm gonna be real with you. Ari she Lennox, is, the way they mm-hmm. treat Ari Lennox, is, she's beautiful. She's amazing. She can sing. They both are though. But it's the fact that she, she. She goes on Twitter. She goes on. <laughs> she goes on Twitter too, too much. And she doesn't have that mystique anymore. It's true. No, it don't. It's, it's just the fact that she's she's beautiful in her own way. It's just the fact that when she goes on live, and then she be doing her rants, and I'll be like, damn, I'm like, you... I don't think this should be a rant for every time you should go on that. Instagram live. Like, you are a singer. You know what I mean? Write it out. But I understand, you know? I understand. That's how she hopes. But when she started going on Instagram talking about, I wish I could go back to the days of before I was famous. No, girl. You you fine. It's just yeah, that you I feel can't that. go on I feel social media for everything to cure your problems. Yeah, we're not really your therapist. So. So, so when she... Yeah, like, 
Not only that, but she used to have conversations with J. Cole, and J. Cole would tell her, hey, don't let yeah. the little shit get mm. You know what I mean? Like, Tucker, Cole, Wale is a, a good example of that. Low Pump is a good okay. example, because Low Pump is... Low Pump, Low Pump, Wale, everybody. everybody <laughs> yeah, yeah. It usually starts to calm down and be like, I need to look at the beta picture. Maybe I'm over... Maybe I'm over dramatizing everything, but for Arlenix, she she's amazing. She just needs to go less on social media. Yeah, George is not on social media, so she has that mystique of nobody knows if she's taking a shit right now. Nobody knows if she's like you know picking mm-hmm. her outfits or if she's writing her music. Nobody knows what she's doing right now. Arlenix, she's in her room. She's like, hey guys, I went to Guitar. I went to Guitar no Center. Cares. I bought this, this, that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's cool. And then. The, I mean, I care. I mean, I care. And then you got Lakeith Seinfeld to the hey, Let me take you on a date. She like Lakeith, leave me alone. I, I don't really care about what the musicians do in their spare time. I mean, it's interesting <laughs> for a short yeah. period of time, but it's like, what the fuck? Um, I don't care. Yeah, like it's, it's the fact it's the fact that Instagram that a lot of the quarantine has really got everybody doing weird shit because if never they've, they've I keep I keep so seeing I keep seeing this I keep rage. seeing two types of narratives on this quarantine. Now I want y'all opinions on it. It's some people that saying if you don't come out this quarantine a hustler, you gonna stay broke forever. Da 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 da. And then just, I'm seeing I'm seeing know. some leave us alone. <laughs> like it's a pandemic going on. How y'all feel about that? I think, go ahead, Chris. You're I think. Fine. All right, I'm gonna go first. No, I'm sorry, Rico. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be. It's a stupid ass um, mentality, bro. From 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 we can. Nigga, shut up, bro. Sh- shut your ass up, nigga. You gonna use me as an example? Shut the fuck up, nigga. Bitch ass nigga. Anyway, so, <laughs> I'm doing. Go ahead, bitch ass nigga. As an example. Anyway, all right. So for Rico's example, he is. You know, he like many others have. Uh, uh, anxiety and, and just being cooped up in the house for too long kind of puts us in a state of being so anxious about things that we don't know what's what's coming next. Now for the niggas who are be hustlers and all the other shit, I I mean that's that's your rule. That's that's cool. That's all you but don't be trying to say for niggas off be like, hey come here nigga we're gonna get this money with yeah. force force niggas like like force niggas like, really get on my nerves and I feel like, like... Not really it's not even. It's not. It's not even that. It's just the fact that some of us are cool. Some of us are comfortable right now because we don't have to work. But everybody's on their hustling. Oh no, no, them, Chris, you you know they need that hustling. You know we hustle. For we got once. t-shirts on deck. If you want to buy one, let us know. For but yo, the shorty uh-huh. hit me up about four. But there's a difference between hustling. He was so fine. I'm like, damn. I I don't want. I I'm not interested. But like, what's up with you though? Like, I'm interested in that. You know what I'm saying? But. Uh-huh. But there's a difference though with what we're doing. We're hitting people. We're we're putting it out there. Oh like, hey, my god! You guys want to buy a t-shirt? Let us know. Forks, <laughs> Forks is like, hey, yeah, you broke as shit. Come yeah. get this money. You gonna be broke for the rest of your life. Your mama ugly. You got a big nose. Hey, and we got a fat neck. Honestly, I'm gonna I'm gonna just piggyback on what Chris said. I mean, I feel like that mentality stupid. Mm. I mean, of course, there's nothing wrong with a hustler. Hustle, make the most out of your quarantine, especially. Because that could actually help with your mental mm-hmm. health in a way, if you occupy yourself with different things. But like, bro, um, it's kind of hard. I mean, I'm getting by, and I've actually learned. So I think to what you said, Rocky. Yes and no. It's kind of honestly for me, it's in between. Because it's like, 
and it's hard, bro, to fucking uh, do everything under the sun if you think about dying every oh, day. Yeah. Your loved ones dying and not you mm-hmm. mean do anything about it, bro. Yeah. That damages your mental health a lot. Um, Like, that's just kind of fucking, bro, my uncle passed away two weeks ago from this yeah. shit, bro. Like, it, it's not mm-hmm. games. Um, And the thing is, like, but at the same time, in a way, you do kind of have to hustle in a sense where it's like, we're all, for some people, especially those that may not have the best lifestyle choices and they're more so in danger of, you know, getting the virus and not making it, they will have to hustle in that sense where they have to make some certain lifestyle right. changes. So in a degree, we all, like, we're, and the thing is, though, I think because we're all probably going to change, even just our whole culture, bro, our personal mm. hygiene. Niggas is taking their hygiene seriously now. <laughs> no. We're finally understanding what it means to yeah, nigga finally know what it means to have boundaries when you're talking to someone. Yeah. We are hustling in that sense. So it's like because we're already changing, we don't need someone telling you like, oh you're gonna you're gonna really grind your ass off to this shit. Odds on the per- people are probably saying that are probably not grinding themselves. They're probably See this not. my whole thing when it comes to they're the, bullshitting. The, this is like when it comes to four and all no, things that themselves. All, all all things like that to me anything that requires money to start making money, nine times out of ten is a scam. You feel what I'm saying? Like, there's definitely some situations where it's like, you will need money to invest. Yes, absolutely. That's a given. But if you need money to even get, if you need to pay money to even get into the game of making money, then you're probably getting taken for a ride. Probably. Then I gotta pay y'all again? Yeah. Next month? No. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. like, and honestly, I don't want to. No, no, you good, you good, you good, you good. Go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say, we also gotta think about like this too. With, I would say the beauty of this outbreak is that it forces you to reflect on everything from society, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Uh, flaws in in our po- political system, our healthcare system, just flaws in general within ourselves. So it's like when you focus so much on just hustling, on doing, in a way you're kind of being lazy because you're not really thinking so much about how you are changing mm. personally. You're thinking still about chasing the bag. Just the money. You got to focus on, there's multiple aspects of yourself. Like, so I don't want to flip it on them and say they're not the true hustlers, but in a way, like, I'd rather just deal with this shit head on and be, know that, like, I'm straight mentally first. Get your mental health straight first before you do anything. Um, you know, like mm-hmm. I because bro, it's not been a tough it, it's been a tough um transition, yeah. honestly. Like when it's t- when it comes to people talking about the coronavirus, whether or not the deaths are undercounted or understated or overstated, you know, that is another debate for another time. But still it's real because it affects other aspects of life. Um, you know, I feel for people, bro, because like, you know, some people, mm. you know, have like underlying conditions. They have to see specialists every month. They have to get on um, yeah. daily checkups. But because it's not COVID, because of the COVID spread, they're not prioritizing the healthcare system. So oh, no, it's a chopper in the back, that? bro. That shit Here's louder the, than the airport. <laughs> Nigga, I'm in my backyard, bro. Nigga, you at the airport? Yeah. You about to board a plane? <laughs> like Y'all better be careful. <laughs> but yeah, bro. Attention. Um, niggas is not prioritizing the healthcare system. They stopped because uh-huh. of this COVID spread. So it's like, that's another way people have been affected by it negatively. 
Um, wow. <laughs> so you bitches can't spell. I would say to whoever, to whoever's listening, just take care. That's, that's yeah. Tom, honestly, if you want to hustle, that's totally fine. Just don't expect everyone to react the same way as you. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna counter uh, what Ray Kemp said. I think it's the fact that some of us need to learn how to how to be okay with ourselves and find ourselves and love ourselves. Now, the, for the people that's hustling, I got a question for them: How bad do they really need nigga to pay back the college? Yes. What do we really yes. need money right now for? Yes. <laughs> don't 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 let that right shit. There's, there's other things people are yeah, no, to no. worry about. There's people that have phone bills and need groceries and gas money. Yeah. Yo, I'm, I'm talking about people like, like people like us that like are in college right now, and they're too busy trying to, I guess, gather up some money. But it's like the way they're bad at is, so yeah, I could I can really help your family out. Like, oh, no, man. You want to help my family out? What, you're trying to say I'm less fortunate? Like the way that they're saying it, like the way that they're saying it, I'm just like, <laughs> my situation. That's because I'm not, you know, posted up with a Louis Vuitton bag or I feel that. You know, some 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 Chelsea Bro. Vuitton does not mean I'm not living lavish, and it's the and and it's the fact that. Okay, if you want to hustle, go ahead. But it's about the way you do it. But I, I, but I guess to people who really need the money, go ahead and do it. But speak I, for I, I yourself, we, Negro. We, we live in, but we live in our I, I see what you're you know, saying. You don't need right? to, you don't need to <laughs> pay back. Speak for yourself, but I, I get, I get your point, bro. You know what I'm saying? Most of us that are our college students, I mean, you really need to pay back Sally Mae that badly. Shoot, I, I need a student loan, but I'm not hit, out here struggling talking about, like, hey, let me get the Forex. Because most of the time, some of us are really greedy. Some of us are truly greedy. And there's many ways that you can yeah. know about of getting money. You know, I see people on Depop. People are selling their clothes. Yeah, people are selling their clothes on Depop. Some people are, are trying something that's not of a way of going out, you know, going out and meeting people. Yeah. Shoot, you yeah. was on Facebook uh, Market. Mm. You got the uh, the printer. Yeah, so that, that's, that's, a, that's a somewhat patient way of making money but for the people who need the money right now right right now I feel that. that's a that's I a mentality that. of, of they, they've always been like that honestly you know they've never had could the we time not to, limit yeah, hustling they've never had the making time money bro just, just doing any hobby that you haven't had the chance to do before that outbreak shouldn't be considering hustlers too no no like that's it but but definitely definitely no, this, this quarantine has fun, is, is an uh, opportunity to do hustling. more than just hustling more you can you can use this time when i say i'm my thing is I, when i say this i want people to take this time just to be productive you know what i'm saying you don't gotta you don't necessarily gotta use this time <clears> to make yeah. money but you should be using this time to better yourself whether it be teaching yourself a skill or working on yourself like yeah yeah Reading, yeah, exercising, like more. Okay. yeah. I think we already talked about this. I am not. I am all for it. If a shorty like would like to come get to know me, listen, listen, listen. Can I? Can I tell you some real shit though? All right, this this shorty gave me her number. She she no 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 no. She asked me. She said, "Do you want my number?" I don't care. We don't care about that. We don't care about that. Wait, hold on. Those kids lied. No, listen, listen. Look, look it. Look it. Listen, listen. She asked me. She said, "Do you want my number?" And then proceeded to leave me on red. How? How? How does that happen? How does that happen, bro? That's just crazy. How you ask me for your? How you ask me if I want your number and then you leave me on red? When I tell you some shit that happened to me, that's crazy. What? That's crazy, bro. I don't know. I, I don't know, bro. You sure could she be. was on a box? Could be. You sure she was on a box? Oh, gosh. 
What the fuck are you doing, bro? Wow. Yo, you're a Doja Cat stand. It's okay, Chris. You're a Doja stand. It's okay. No, I really want... No, I really... No, because... No, because as as a journalist, I really want to know what she has to say. Because I feel like I feel this, this may be misogynistic of me to say, but I feel, like, I feel like she's gonna have shit, to show bro. the titties, bro, just to shut people up. Um, bro, no. people, that's what this whole thing no, is about, bro. Stop playing this bullshit. The apology that I posted is absolutely an edited piece. From me and the people I work with. Um, like any business, like any conglomerate, there would be many people trying to protect what's going on. And that's exactly what we were trying to do. Um, so I'm <laughs> one debunking the game. Yo, nigga, turn this off. My thing is, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Like, no cap, not everybody. I, guess I know it's cool to get on Twitter and make fun of people and make memes and all of this shit. And I understand people are mad and people are frustrated. But my thing is, I hope that we aren't bullying this girl into like, you know, what I'm saying, committing suicide. For rightfully so, bro. Mm, like, yeah, you know what I'm like, I'm, yo, this this apology has come like a couple of days after everything has happened. You know, what I'm saying once what the the information broke out one time, it was I saw this shit grow. I saw it from trending on Twitter to going on Instagram to going on Shade Room to going on the Savoy Show to going on World Star. You know, what I'm saying I've I've seen this, the evolution of the situation. So I just hope that you know, what I'm saying. I hope that we don't. But listen to me. I hope that the people that are friends. are hating on her, she... or the people that are upset and frustrated, they don't push her into like that same space that they pushed Kalani into when she broke up with Kyrie for Party Next Door. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. It, <laughs> it, 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 you gotta understand, like, yo, the, the internet is ruthless, she, 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 and she, she is still a person at the end of the day. Yeah, they are. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, of the course. situation is bad, but we don't want to bully this girl into committing suicide. Yeah. No, I get that. I think it's the fact that she 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 seems like she really does need help, though. Let's be real. From Instagram live, she ne- she seems like she's always either so overzealous about something, or she has a bottle in her hand, and that's what I mean about Ari Lennox too. Because Ari Lennox, when she gets on there, she's very overzealous, just she's very anxious, and she's there just mm-hmm. you can't put yourself out there so much, you know. Because when you put your because when you put yourself out there so much, whether whether good that's or bad, always people are going to see more of the bad stuff. You know, Ari Lennox was she went. Yeah, Orleans went from posting about how Zara was is so racist in, in England to just her ranting so much about people calling her a dog or people said she does this and that, this and that. And I think <laughs> she needs to go on less live more. You know, don't stop your interactions with your, with your fans, but like, not I'm not saying learn to have a thicker skin, but at the same time, you may have to disable your comments. Also, she should stop going That's the, the best way I think tiny I can put chat it. Don't, you know, for incels. Maybe that's what she could do to help her career. Doja Cat. Yeah, fuck. Oh, you talking about Doja? Oh, shit. I was talking about... Uh, uh, 
For Ari Lennox, it's simple. I mean, Get off what of was really weird is the fact that she made that song That's with Cino. Get off of Dreamville. No. Dreamville ain't helping her. Deserves <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, she. I'm joking. <laughs> what? Dreamville is definitely helping her. Damn. I think it's the fact that nobody wants to defend. Nobody wants to defend Ari anymore. Ever since she did that shit for like the <laughs> black man, everybody was like, "So you're you, you, apologizing yeah. for abuse? Like apology? You know? Yeah." Because- because she she went at Oprah Winfrey and Gail King because Gail King was like she was like just stop talking about our black men and people are like bro she's talking about black men that need to be dragged yeah. like Bill Cosby and I feel like like I said every every little thought yeah. that you have in your mind should not be the first place to I'm gonna go on Instagram know. you know what I mean shit Erica Badu wrote about she wrote about Tyrone she wrote about Tyrone about some man that her man used to honestly I kind of hate with. that way she of said, thinking where it's like you know shit, if you if you advocate against racism, right, you that that means you can't hold black people accountable for when they do something wrong. I think that's a I don't like that way of thinking. Like we should hold Bill Cosby we should hold Bill Cosby accountable for what he what he's did for what he's done. We should hold a lot of people R. Kelly accountable. We should hold R. Cardi Kelly. B accountable for what she's done. No one wants to talk about that shit. If we want to cancel Doja Cat, we should definitely cancel that bitch Cardi B. This is my thing, though. This is my thing. Hold on, hold on, This is my uh, thing. It's like this. Who the hell are we to determine who gets canceled or not? If you don't, if you don't agree, if you don't agree with somebody's with what they believe in, just stop feeding into it and leave it alone. Well, I, no, I'm not saying that, bro. I'm not saying. No, I I'm not talking about you. I'm Sometimes just saying, like, cancel culture. As, as, as culture. Cancel, no, I cancel like culture is cancel toxic. culture. Is if anything, toxic. it it just adds mm. more power to the to the to the. You know what I'm saying? It makes it more taboo because it's like, oh, we can't listen to R. Kelly because of this. Da da da. da. But it's like, bro, if you feel not, that way, yeah. just don't listen to it. it. It doesn't need to be a conversation and and this big thing where it's like, bro, just do it. I feel like, you know what I mean? Vince Staples. Vince Staples was, was the person that really made me think, like, mm-hmm. that is true. What have you know, Vince done? He's done all these things, what? and yet nothing has happened to him. So, you know what I mean? What has Vince done? Vince? What yeah. What do you mean, problematic? Cool. My man hasn't done anything problematic. My man is chilling. Yeah, no cap. That being said, I think this is a good point to wrap it up. I'm pretty sure Nook wants to stand his baby mom, Doja Cat, and watch her going live. And Nook is tired. She don't. She don't. So I don't even know why you're watching it. But he got to. But listen, look, for for this week, it's the host, Rocky, a.k.a. Rocker Rule. We got merch coming out. I'm telling you, we got merch coming out. We're trying to start this organization. We got moves, baby. We're making moves. All right. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to let my man take it from there. <laughs> AKA bitch ass nigga. You can catch my Shut your ass up. That's why you can't grow a mustache or a beard. You can't grow a Nigga, only Nigga, only you guys in your ass here, nigga. Shut the fuck up. Wow. You FaceTimed me today. You saw my beer poking on you. Fuck out of here. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you can catch my new viewers <laughs> on Thursdays, off for the Homies Podcast, and whenever Anchor stops my distribution. So, 
Yo, the next interview gonna be really interesting because I'm gonna talk to somebody that's very. Mm. Aren't we all? He has a heartbreak relationship, and he's just trying to get out his feelings. That's a good question. Tune in for that. Uh, I appreciate. He's using his time to like make music out of it, man. And I I appreciate. I feel like that would be. But go ahead, Dre. Od, yeah. Mm Mhm. For real. Love yourself, people. Uh, Don't be jumping into everybody's brain. And I'm doing. Not I'm doing, but I will be dropping more. Pictures from the merch line. Dre is building the website, uh, so the website is coming soon. Yes, I was gonna say during during this quarantine, I'm I'm teaching myself how to build a website. That's excellent. All that in the pipeline. (laughs) Just keep a lookout. All right. (laughs) Break it. What you doing during this quarantine? All right. So not building the mustache. What's up, y'all? It's Ray Kim. Um, right now I'm just trying to get back into writing again and reading. And just exercise and just taking care of myself mentally and physically just to get myself to these tough times. Um, and of course, Ray, Ray Kim is giving the bro. answers like, 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 like Wait, his ex girlfriend listening. He want to know, like, he want her to know he living his best life. This nigga said, I'm drinking water, fruit, nigga. I'm trying to get back into songwriting again. <laughs> I'm not writing rap battle. battle. Was Yo, I was, I was, yeah, good, but, I but honestly, I don't, I don't think I'm not gonna say I don't have the confidence for it. But I just, I don't know. That's a, that's a whole different battle. Like I would want to prepare for that. If anybody would like to battle rap me, it's got to be for a check, and I got to do my research on them, on my opponent. You feel what I'm saying? Wow, you play yeah, like nigga. that, huh? Yeah, wow, this is bro. Yeah. This yeah. is He's dirty, not even playing dirty. <laughs> He's He's dirty, dirty bro. He's dirty nah, it's, it's strategic, it's strategic. Hey, Dragon Balls, you are hiding a child. Yes, yes, I'm telling you. Yes, on, I, was in, I was in one rap battle in my life, dude, and that was in like seventh grade in the lunchrooms. And yes, I did win for the people that you know what I'm saying. I did nice. win, but. Um. <laughs> no, shut up. Well, actually, I, I've started. I started going back into um Jigga's discography. <laughs> I'm on reasonable doubt right now, and okay. I can see. I can see why people giving him his flowers. All right, from reasonable doubt, I can see it. Jay Z is one of the best lyricists to grace the mic, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. Mm. All right. Well, mm. before we get into this hippity hip hop discussion, we're gonna we're gonna see y'all next week. Why right? you always front? All right, peace. All right, everyone, listen to y'all. Stay safe. Ah, yes, yes, to the store.